So another week, another drama in the Destiny land, eh? Yep, indeed it is. Mm-hmm. Oh dear. Well, might as well roll the titles and get into the show then. That's not the titles respawn. Oh wait, no, I got the wrong Swedish. But, 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 but you could outside. change it to that, then it could be the titles each week. I'm pretty that sure it's copyrighted. Mm, no. <laughs> Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. Dedicated in bringing you all the latest information, news, and opinions. This is the best show for new and veteran guardians alike, where we share tips, tricks, and tools to help you succeed and enjoy playing even more. So with all that said, let me hand you over to your host, the Triumph Hunting Titan Night Demon, the Pink Panted Pansy, Hiroti, and your Hunter Master Agent, Mr. No One Responds in Real Life! So yeah, welcome to the show this week. There's no drama here, nothing to be seen. It's just all dawning. No drama, just dawning. Uh, no that, drama that, with us, but there's is? drama in Destiny. Oh yeah, no, yeah, in Destiny Land. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, welcome. Night Demon, Parody, Respawn, we're here to talk about Destiny and give you all the joyous news about the dawning and no drama. Mm-hmm. All the joyous news, yeah. Um, this is a, a step-by-step guide on how to kill a franchise, 101. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to say, well, I am going to say it, uh, yeah. but they, they did it to themselves. I'm, I'm sorry, you know, I, I've been listening to a lot of other opinions about this and... I agree with Tiger Travis from the Last Word podcast. And before I'd, I'd listened to them, I had the same kind of thought of in doing a deal with Sony, Bungie had kind of sealed their own fate, basically, because at the end of the day, it, it, you've only got yourself to blame. I mean, Re- realistically, Sony has a history of this. This is not a new thing. You know? So sh- should we tell the people what we're talking about yes. for those who yeah. may be unaware of, of, of Bungie's flirtation with remaining a semi-independent studio? Basically, news broke this week about one Bungie executive saying, you know, basically layoffs are a lever they can press and won't hesitate to press it again mm-hmm. to keep the company solvent, you know, in existence, independent. Because apparently yeah. there's also some sort of clause in their agreement with, you know, we're part of Sony, but not really part of Sony. Well, apparently if things get too bad, Sony can sort of step in and say, we're going to take you over and run you better because you're not doing a good job of it. So they're sort of going, we would really not like to be owned by Sony. We'd like to, you know, be owned by us and be able to make our own decisions. And it's not going great. No. And this was the story that was broken by IGN, I believe. We'll link it in the show notes if you want to have a quick read of it. But it's yeah it's i think the i think the issue from the like the community side of it is that bungie has always sold us on this independent studio we are you know we're a big studio but we are independent and we want to be independent and blah 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 and then it was like the first chance that they got it was like oh we're going to sign with somebody it was like well you, you've got away from microsoft to start off with then you got away from activision now you're going with sony it's like stop doing it there's there's gonna be somebody's gonna have a clause yeah. in the contract to to 
you know, take control of you at the end of the day or take control of your IP at the end of the day, and you're not going to be able to do anything about it. And it looks from, you know, the perspective of reading the article that this is the way that kind of the game is going to go or Bungie is going to go because whoever made that prediction of revenue to make Lightfall as, you know, productive as it was really messed up. (laughs) It's cost a lot of people, a lot of jobs and it could ultimately cost the studio the, the what the heads Their of the studio, studio that yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but I from mean, it, I, from what Tiger Travis was saying is that mm-hmm. from a Sony point of view this is why wouldn't they have done a deal you know at the end of the day yes they it, it's a win win situation for Sony if they they get a studio like Bungie on side and Bungie do phenomenal then they can do what they wanted to do which which is kind of take the talent and kind of spread it around and use that kind of basis in, in their kind of other studios and, and grow Bungie and grow their own studios. But if Bungie kind of dip, like, you know, destiny has kind of dipped, they then can take control, which is, it's a business thing. And I can see that it would be a good thing for Sony. And that's what Tiger Travis was saying on last word podcast is that Sony's going to do what Sony's going to do to protect their assets. Basically they've given Bungie, all of this kind of freedom and things, and the, the kind of just, you know, the, the, with the with the money that they got from Sony for their shareholders, and they're now kind of not reinvesting that back into the game as such as 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 getting Sony the money that they kind of I think that they thought they, they were going to do. Return on investment. We spent a lot of money on this game studio, and now we want to see that return on investment, making that little stock price line go up. It wasn't just that, but if I remember correctly, and catch me out here, Sony said that they wanted to join up with Bungie because they wanted to know how to make a game that, like, like, like a like a living game, yeah, like, like Sony service has. game. Yeah, that, and they wanted they wanted their knowledge. That that was the whole point of the partnership, right? And then Sony's well, like, oh, by the way, we want your knowledge and your company. So, you know. No, but that. at the end of the day, you would, <laughs> as as a company that's investing in another company, you would have something like that. There's no point in you as Sony going, here you go, we're, we'll invest in you and take you under the wing. And you just keep making dud after dud after dud. At some point, Sony's going to have to step in and go, look, we, we've given you a chance we 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 understood that you were a good studio at one point and that's the kind of basis of us kind of partnering with you but now you're kind of losing money so we we'd like to take you over and maybe kind of grow that game better than you are kind of currently doing to the game so it, it could be for destiny a good thing if sony do take over because they would put people in positions to make the game better maybe I mean, potentially, yes, potentially, right? But like, I mean, still firing everybody seems like an extreme move. It's just like, hey, well, no, no, nobody said that anybody. Nobody said that loads of people are going to get fired. It could just be the people in charge of the decent people would get going. You know, the the, the board of directors, the the people that are kind of telling the lower ones to kind of do the work and get this out, get that out those people would then be gone because they're obviously not making the right decisions for the staff that are actually actively making it a good game. Mm -hmm. 
no, I mean, I yeah. Yeah, where is the rotted bungee? Is a rot from the head down? And if you cut off the head and replace it with something better, does that improve things? Or, you know, basically, how do we get to where we are, Bungie? Yeah. Is is it, is it, you know, your board of directors and your CEO making poor decisions that are leading yeah. you to a place where nobody wants to play your game? And now you're looking at massive lost revenue? Or is there other things going on and replacing those people won't really matter? And there's no way to know from the outside, but... Yeah, the I mean, just just I've I read part of the IGN article this week that I that I saw. I mean, it, the title of this just says "Bungie devs say atmosphere is quote soul crushing amid layoffs, cuts, and fear of total Sony takeover." So you know, as as is anywhere when you have a whole bunch of layoffs happen, especially around the end of the year when companies are trying to make their bottom lines look better and everything else. It's not you know if you are left trying to right this ship, trying to you know deal with this pressure of, of making this, you know, your next big expansion, you know, sort of a, you know, a company saving. It feels like every, every couple of months, every couple of years, destiny trying to do a big company saving move. Oh, you know, the last thing didn't go well. We really need to turn around with this next thing. It seems like that's sort of a trend at, at Bungie. Hmm. It's, you know, Oh, you know, things are good. Things are good. Oh, things are bad. Now we got to save it again. I mean, and part of it, that's just like the content roller coaster you're on of, you know, new thing comes out, people play it for a while. That's unfortunately kind of the nature of a live service game. You need to keep the service running. You need to keep the live part of it going. There needs to be new things to do all the time. And I don't know. It just, it, it seems like that for those who are left, it's you're now trying to deal with, you know, doing more with fewer people. And, you know, because the company itself isn't doing well, or at least not doing well on paper, it, you know, a lot of the perks and a lot of the things that, you know, Bungie sort of is known, is known for and sort of wants to be known for, wants to tout itself as, they've pulled back a lot of those things again, just trying to keep the company afloat and trying to fend off Sony from taking it over entirely, which is that good or bad, you know, from the outside, no way to know. We could all speculate. Oh, it would be better under Sony or not, but yeah. But I mean, the the thing is, I mean, this, this leak of, you know, potentially Sony taking over, is it a thing of we're, we're letting the community know that if you don't play our game or if you don't buy into the final shape, this is what's going to happen. Is it kind of a scare tactic, do you think? At some point, somebody's gone, well, if we say this, maybe, you know, if we told them the truth of this and that, do you think yeah. that... I, I don't think, at the end of the day... Well, Chad is saying that's that... That's going to be enough to get... There's scumbags for trying to guilt trip us into buying the game, you know, which I agree. You know, buy this game or everyone's going to get fired. Up, oh, everybody got fired anyway. Like, Really? You know, but that that could be the case. That's what I'm saying. Is that it, I don't think it, with the guilt trip or no guilt trip, with the final shape, people are already signed on for that ten year kind of finale, and it's the retention after the final shape that they've kind of got. They they haven't kind of got anybody kind of hooked to go. Oh, you want? I mean, us people here, you know, playing the game. That if it's still here, we will still keep playing the game. We will still keep podcasting about it. Still keep t- talking about it and playing it. But the people that say have, have you know drawn the line, like um, some of the people on the DCP podcast have drawn a line. I think um, Tefty Teft said, you know, the ten years and I'm out. That's it. I've I've had, you know, I may come back and I may play it. I may do this and that. There's a lot of other people out there that have, have said it kind of vocally, and there's a lot of other communities that have also kind of reiterated that and said, you know, ten years is enough for this game and enough for me. I I want to move on to something else. It's that kind of that I think that's the thing that that Bungie need to kind of address and and hook people back. Yeah, you may get 
quite a lot of orders for the final shape because people want to see how it kind of plays out or even may not. I don't think that's going to be enough if to the game's save good, the studio, though. If the game's good, it doesn't matter how long you play it. I mean, look how long people have been playing WoW. And I've been addicted to the Final Fantasy series since, you know, PlayStation 1. You know, if but you I, have I vaguely remember Blizzard ha- having big layoffs every now and then. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. But, like, I don't think they had layoffs because, you know, they let a company buy them out. You know, they're, you know they, they had layoffs because, yeah, they might have been suffering. They had... They had a game that came out that wasn't good. It happens, you know. You you have people that don't want to play your game. Yeah, it but happens. they were part of Activision, was weren't they? Activision I and Blizzard. Aren't they still? I don't know. But yeah, no, at they're, one point, they're Microsoft, they Activision, Blizzard now. Yeah, oh. they're part of Microsoft now, or at least <laughs> are trying to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I think um, that's the thing: is it would have been better for Bungie to stay as an independent studio. I mean. Uh, not if they're having forg- money not if they can't afford no, but, to do no, it but the thing is I, I vaguely remember and it wasn't until I listened to the Last Word podcast they, they built a brand new campus they they invested in uh, like there was a European office as well they were they were expanding and I think being in business and seeing from like my perspective of a business trying to run before it can walk this is what it sounded like Bungie was kind of doing although yeah. you know it, it sounded from the outside that you know this was a good thing that you know they're building offices in, in europe they're building a brand new kind of office wherever they were going to do and you know they, they got the netties money they got this they got that they they were doing really well we don't know if they were because they recently came out and said if we hadn't have kind of gone with sony we could have been potentially looking at a kind of a big loss in the studio well yeah. i see that as you tried to run before you could walk Maybe just focus on building your games to the point of, oh, yeah, we've got an excess amount of kind of revenue that maybe we could then maybe open a studio or expand our studio here. And then maybe in five years time, I think they try to do too much too quick. And the same with like, oh, we want to go into all the different medias. We haven't seen anything and it, right. not even a hint at anything that's coming, not like uh, a, a trailer or a, a I mean, when they've made like other films and they've done other media, you know, sometimes we got a trailer for a film that hasn't even been made that is coming out like two or three years later. It's like that's so aggravating, though. That I actually hate. I hate seeing the advertisement for a game that I'm not going to know about for four four years, man. Like marathon. Yeah, and I think them trying to do yeah marathon. (laughs) Them trying to do. So much, so fast, so quick, independently, they kind of, oh, we go with, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that even going with Microsoft would have been better, but what I'm saying is that maybe staying independent, independent would have probably been better for them overall. But then as Ty Guy said, you know, as a, as a board or investors into like Bungie, people want to kind of cash out at some point. They want to get their money. And when Sony came along and said, here you are. Here's a big pile of cash. A lot of people cashed out, and you know, unfortunately, this is the situation we're in with the game now. Yeah, the, but it reminds studio. me of the statistic where, like, there's this. I don't know if you do. You have the lottery in Europe. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that is? Okay. Well, there's a statistic we know what the that's is? <laughs> no. I know you know what it is, but do you have it? I don't know what happens in other countries. Give me a break. Um. Oh. But um, <laughs> the idea Carry is on. that. There's a statistic that says, you know, 
people that win the lottery more often than not end up broke, you know, after a couple of years. Because they just like, oh, my God, I've got all this money. I can just blow it, right? And I, that's the vibe I'm getting right now from what you're talking about. It's like Bungie's all like, oh, we got all this money. Let's expand. Let's do this and that and the other. And, oh, we might want a good game before we do that. Um, now we're broke. Well, that, well, <laughs> well, I mean, and I think, well, and I think, I mean, part of this is, I mean, part of this is, you, you know, as far as like the, the office and the building stuff kind of goes, he's like, these are different, like part of these are different pots of money. Part of these, I'm sure were like agreements with, you know, things they needed to do or wanted to do. Again, if you're building out a giant new building, you're doing this pre COVID. You're doing this when, when you had a vision of the world, that is not how the world turned out. And, and yeah. this, I'm not trying to defend Bungie and say, Oh no, no, they should be doing all these things, but just a little bit of perspective of you made these plans five, 10 years ago things didn't really pan out. And if they are missing their revenue saying, you know, whether the revenue expectation is realistic or not missing it by almost half recalibrate to whatever plan you thought you had. Oh, we're going to have X number of dollars. Oh, Oh, we have, we have 40% of those number of dollars to do the, what we want to do now. Hey, that wife, we got $2,000 in the bank. Oh, bills. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. That changes <laughs> things drastically. And and yeah, I'm, I'm with night demon going, I was really excited when they, you know, I mean, I remember them saying, oh yeah, we've hired on so-and-so to be the director of, you know, this, the new Bungie thing we're working on, you know, again, TV, movie, whatever. Cause we all, you know, I won't say we all, many of us said, oh, you're partnering with Sony, Sony pictures. You've got all that, you know, media clout there that you theoretically now have easier access to. And we've seen, yeah, like not even, not even a whisper, not even a hint of something coming out, not even a, Coming into spring 2026, you know, the adventures of Cade, like nothing, like zero information. So, just is, an image is of it, Cade coming is back. It, is it all dead? Like, you know, it's like because they made this big push about, you know, being in alternate media. And I wonder if maybe that was part of the plan for keeping things going after 10 years. Like, yes, you know, the game itself will exist, but also just keeping that universe alive and growing and doing storytelling through you know, TV, movies, whatever, and not just the game. And yeah, who knows if that'll ever see the light of day. Cause it seems like we're not, things aren't great. <laughs> no. Oh dear. Don's Don's talking about how it could be also their own fault because we've talked so oh, no, many it's, times it's, about it's how they totally, banned well, this hold is, on, Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. At the feet of Bungie. All of this is why, at though. the feet of Bungie. He's talking about from the perspective of how they always pander to the YouTubers and to the crybabies to get what they want, you know? So, ipso facto, by pandering to these people, you know, because these people don't care about how good a game Bungie is. They just want to get their clicks, you know? They don't care if, but, if, if, but if their no, complaints I, are going to make Bungie or worse. They just want the clicks, and Bungie caters I, to them. I think and, they very much care about how the game is doing. Because mm. you know, who's not watching your content? Nobody. If the game isn't good, you say you know, that. Like, but all they're these... always crying about something. Oh, this is too powerful. This isn't powerful enough. And Micah <laughs> gave me a whole freaking hour rant on how he's upset that that Destiny is trying to become Call of Duty with all the nerfs to all the exotics and everything like that. Right? He makes good points. I don't remember what they are because I had the memory of a goldfish. But at the <laughs> time, I was like, you know, you're not wrong. You know. And yeah, but the thing is, with with the buffs and the nerfs, we've gone. It's always up and down with, you know, th this weapon's hot, that weapon's hot, this weapon's not, this weapon's not. It's like, 
the, the amount of times the hammer. Yeah, I get that. The the amount of time. I mean, take Celestial Nighthawk just as an example for this season. Yeah. Celestial Nighthawk, when it came out, was so OP, and then it got nerfed. Then it was improved on. Then it got nerfed. Now it's like completely OP. You know, casting a super whilst you're standing next to somebody will do more damage with your super. It's like at some point, the you know, it's going to get kind of tuned back again. That we constantly, it's a constant flow in this game from Destiny One to Destiny Two, buffs and nerfs. Yeah. And don't even get me started on one-eyed mask. How that was a nightmare for three years. But the thing is, Ugh. the thing, yeah, exactly. That'll be up soon. No, no, you no. shut your mouth. P- Precious scars is finally getting his day in the yes. sun. Ma- Mama's yes. broken china. You can put yeah. on your head now. Unironically, that like I, I told you, I told you about the precious scars a long time ago. I told you it was going to be good. But what I'd mask, But the thing, yeah. No, but the thing is, with like, I, I, I disagree to some extent with Dimwee about this. It's just that, it, and, and agree with parody. It's like if the game wasn't being talked about as you know, oh, this is being buffed, or this is being nerfed, or. Any, I mean, I, I see clips here and there of like little bits of like sometimes even nonsense, but that, that YouTuber has got like 20,000 views on it. It's like <laughs> it, that's that's just nonsense, you know. And uh-huh. it's like, but people are talking about the game, people are, are watching about the game, and it's making the game still kind of relevant. In kind, of, it may not be at the top of the charts in Twitch or or wherever, but it's still kind of trending. It's you know, the amount of times I saw that that on twitter this week that or x that bungie was trending it's like if if the youtubers and, and us we weren't here talking about it it would be a dead game i, I yeah. think you know yeah and, and and that's the thing i mean and i mean that's why you see some of the people who've been nothing but or you know predominantly destiny streamers and people following destiny making destiny content branching onto other things because the you know the views aren't there the numbers aren't there i mean this this is their full-time job say what you will about it this is their full-time job. They need people to watch the content. They need people to engage with it. They need to make money from what they're doing. And if people aren't playing the game, they're not going to make content for it. They're going to go elsewhere. Unlike us, we will constantly make content for you. <laughs> exactly, because we we have this is not our livelihoods. We have things no. outside of this. But yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, that's why it's like, yeah, it's like they they want us. You know, the people making content for this game, I think, care most about this game because otherwise. Why would you be making content for it? Why would you be spending the hours playing this game and collecting clips and editing That's and putting content is. together? <laughs> yeah, but 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 why this game? Why not Fortnite? Why not Call of Duty? Why not? Uh, insert- we don't say those words in here, sir. Oh, well, well, no, no. But but seriously, like why why but why Destiny Two? Like why not anything else? Like if, if you're just out for the money. Go go pull up Twitch and see what's the what's the hottest game that's easy enough to break into, and let me start making content over there. Let me I mean, let me go after that community. It's just like the meme says: "I hate you so much, but I'll see you tomorrow." Kind of thing. You know what I mean? Mm. It's just how it is. It's a love hate game. They they have potential. They have so much potential, and there are times where it's been a phenomenal game, and then it was, <laughs> and then it was phenomenal, and then it was, <laughs> and then it was phenomenal. You know, so they go back and forth because they've got so much potential. But sometimes it, I don't know what causes them to backtrack and just maybe it's money. Maybe it's I don't know. I don't even want to presume what's going on, but they, they do. They make great decisions sometimes. And then other times they just don't. 
And who's the they in this? Is this Bungie at this point? Yeah, Bungie. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry. I, I lost the day. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah, and that's and again, and that's why it's like, you know, would they be better off as an independent studio? Would they be better off as a dependent studio? It's like they've they've been at least a partially dependent studio for most if you know, most of the company's history. Again, as Night Demon said, you know, Microsoft, Activision, and now Sony. And you know, maybe maybe you need someone to hold your hand and go. Listen, this this is how you should do things. You you clearly you clearly can't run yourselves or not well enough or whatever the reason is. Yeah, I don't know. No, I I, I, I hope the final shape you know shapes up into something enjoyable. But yeah, I mean, I think they're 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 fighting the problem like like we've said of you're at the you know you know we we all signed on for the ten year experience and you know. You you did you did it you got us here. I mean, we're sitting here looking down the barrel of ten years of this game. Where does it go from there? And and are you putting things in place to assure that there's going to be a year eleven? Yeah, and and the uh, and the other the other thing that that's kind of good year eleven. I don't know. <laughs> but but the other thing that's kind of caused an issue with kind of making a good game great is the fact that we've now got this period of time that. We, we're finishing season 23 and the final shape comes out. It's like, it's like a rush to get something in that in between to keep people engaged. And I agree with a lot of other people. It's like, we don't need it. Just you don't. focus on getting the final shape and whatever else after that, make it great because we are in the situation we are in now. That's it. You know, you can throw as many events and, little things at us that don't take time and maybe, you know, the map pack that you promised that got to be coming soon for PVP, but define soon. <laughs> do, may, do little, do little may, things. May I think I saw. Yeah. Do little things. I, I don't mind maybe doing like, like we suggested last week, do like a, a two week event of doubles, uh, a, a two week event of something else. It just, just little things that aren't going to take up too much time of a studio that's trying to make a 10 year finale look great. Give us the end game, but then don't do what Marvel have done afterwards and gone. Well, we didn't really have a plan. We, we, we saw <laughs> phases, but we, we didn't really have a plan. And the plan that we went with might not be the right plan because something went wrong with somebody down the line. Just get it straight from the get go. You've got, I know it's not, that amount of time. You don't have to get it straight from the get-go. You're allowed growing pains, but once you have a formula that works, stick with it! With, I think that's the problem, isn't it? That they did stick with a formula that did work, and then people went, this is too repetitive. The seasons are kind of just paste, repeat, paste, repeat, paste, repeat. We want something different. So Bungie have kind of... It's taken them a good year to kind of shift and go, well, the seasons aren't going to be the seasons anymore. We're now going to have... Uh, episodes which are going to be the different kind of things that you kind of asked for so i I think that's i think that's the problem is is they've stuck with it they stuck with the same model they were doing when they had activision's help to bring on other studios to help them make all that content yeah putting out brand new experiences every three months you know new content every three months it was clearly not sustainable and hasn't been for a long time and yet they continued with that model up until basically up until episodes and hopefully episodes will be better because it won't hopefully that'll it'll reduce some of the crunch of putting out brand new things every single season like i said last week quality of life fixes 
There's so many things you could improve in the game. Looking at you, Vault Space. <laughs> Address, if, if they came out and said, listen, we're going to spend the next, you know, the, the next four months of the season giving you more Vault Space. You know, basically pick, pick, pick that, you know, somewhere there's, there's a list on somebody's wall at Bungie going, these are the five things players have been asking for since 2014. These are the five things everybody wants that we've not been able to do for reason A, B, or C. Let's work on those. Let's give them more vault space. Let's, you know, again, I can't think of what it, what the other, you know, I, you know, I've got my personal pet peeve list, but like vault space, I, I kind of feel like if you said, hey, we're going to double your vault space, or hey, we're going to give you a thousand slots, we're going to give you two thousand slots, whatever it is. Or, hey, here's the plan for Vault Space. It's going to be out in... Or we're going to sort out collections. One or the other. Right. One or the other. Give me something. No, no. (laughs) I mean, in collections, sort out collections. If I've already acquired that weapon, I can put that weapon into collections and then I can pull it back out when I want to. You know, that role of that weapon that I've got. I'm not asking for, oh, if I pull it out, I get random rolls of it. I'm just asking for that weapon that you're already currently kind of storing in code in my vault. I just want it in collections. If I can put it in collections and then I can pull it back out, absolutely fine. Because then that frees up my vault for other things. Right. A vault and second vault. But yeah, like there's there's so many. I mean, again, t- talk to any Destiny 2 player. They will be able to list off 10 things they would they wish this game would do from the very small to the absolutely massive that have, that have been problems forever. You know, as, as much as I sort of smirked at, oh, haha, I can, I can get to my vault for more of it. Yeah, whatever, who cares? I have used that a number of times this week going, oh, I, I, I pulled a load out to my character. It had weapons on it I didn't want. Let me throw those weapons back in the vault so I have more room to get my lethal abundances from Iron Banner. Oh, stop showing off that you've it's, got more room in that vault. It's it's a really nice feature to have. Like, like as, as much as we sort of snarked about it, and I definitely snarked about it, it's kind of nice to just be able to pull up, the, pull up the vault and to say, let me throw something into it. Not so much to pull things out of it, but say, I, I, I need to make space. Let me just throw things into the vault right here so in the game without having to reach the, for my phone. So many people I've talked to about that, because I brought it up, and so many people I've talked to about that, they, they've stated, but I have it on my phone or I have dim or whatever. Right. right. Yeah. You know? I mean, which is absolutely so a better solution to that. that. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Which, which well, like I said, I was, I was surprised that I was using the thing in the game going, all oh, right, this is a thing I could do Right. But while I'm, while I'm sitting in, sitting in orbit, you know, waiting to join somebody or just sitting in orbit for a minute. Let me go. I've actually gone back to orbit just to pull up the vault to say, let me grab you, you, and you, throw you in the vault. Okay, now let's go do the next thing. Like, it is just a nice thing I didn't expect to use. Yeah, like, if I want to do some, if I want to actually find the thing I'm looking for to pull out or do the build or whatever, yeah, I'm going back to DIM, 100%. I'm going to reach for my phone. But well, it's well, kind of nice not nice? to, well, it's nice not nice? to have to reach for your phone every time. What would have been nice? I mean, if they're already going to implement the vault, why couldn't they do a system where, from orbit, Right. Instead of the vault, I would have much rather managed my postmaster, right? Or link the postmaster and the vault so you can move from the postmaster to the vault whenever you get that it's full warning or when you're about to lose 30 um, golf balls. <clears throat> so, yeah. So, you know, that Even kind of from, thing would be nice. Theoretical situations, of course. Respawn would never have, have experienced this. No. Yeah. You know, and that's, and that's, I mean, that's exactly the thing. Those are the things, Bungie, we would like to see. These are the quality of life improvements. You've got these things in place. They've been irritating for years. Improve them. Make them better. You want people to play the game? 
take away the 17 paper cuts you have playing this game on a daily basis and, you know, just make those small improvements. You'll find places for the bigger improvement, but like make the small improvements going, Oh, this is nice. Oh, this is really handy. Yep. Oh, it's nice to not to have to do this, that, or the other. I mean, the, the fire team finder, I haven't tried out yet. Well, so I was, I was actually going to ask either of you, if you had tried the fire team finder, I mean, looking at Bungie's numbers, it looks like, you know, again, people have been using it. People have been having decent success with it. Is it something you either of you have tried? I mean, I sort of poked around it, just sort of seeing how it worked, but I hadn't actually I kind like, of had done anything. Flashing on a banner on my screen for like 30 freaking minutes, man. I get it. There's a fire team finder. Go away. <laughs> Why was it there for so long? But no, I didn't actually go in there. I got as far as I had to to turn off the banner, and then I went back to what I was doing. So, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> so dumb, guys. Look at this, guys. guys look, look at this, guy. Have you seen this, guy? Look right here. No, we're taking up half your gamut screen. We're taking up half your inventory screen. We're taking up half the. But go away, please. Yeah, I I did go into it the other day and pull up Gambit just just for fun. And of course, absolutely nothing there. <laughs> Zero screen. And then I pulled up Crucible or I pulled up Iron Banner just to see. And then, yeah, and there were a couple of people looking for, you know, looking for groups for Iron Banner. So it's like, yeah, I mean, that's like, that's like, I know a lot of people are using it for raids and dungeons and obviously harder content, which I think is where it'll get its most use. And that's sort of what Bungie is, mm. has said. Like, here's predominantly people going to the dungeon with it, grabbing, hey, I need a third or I need two people to go run this. But it's also would be a nice thing to go. I want to play Iron Banner, but I want to play it alone. Let me just go find some people to play it with. Or, hey, I've got I've got a buddy with me. Let's go see if we can round out the stack and go have a good time or whatever. Can we sort by completion so that I, who've only got one completion, can link up with a guy that has 20 completions so I can be lazy and get carried? Can we do that? Yeah, you I mean, can put that in the notes if you want. Maybe. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, in that case, yeah. 100%. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Yeah, I mean, but yeah. I mean, the game... I still stand by the game has a lot of potential. And if they can get their stuff together, it's going to be great. And like Final Fantasy, like you're talking about how you don't have to put things out all the time. Final Fantasy puts out a game once every few years. You know, they don't update it. You don't get packs. You don't get, well, no, 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 you don't. Um, and, but, but when a new Final Fantasy game comes out, people buy it because it's name recognition because it's a good game franchise. You know, th- I think the thing is with, with Destiny is that, when we had lulls in Destiny 1, because there was big content droughts between like the expansions that we had with Crota's End and then we had the House of Wolves. And I think the thing that, that kind of kept it going was the PvP side and the, the Trials of Osiris experience. But we don't seem to kind of have that now. I think that's where they kind of need to make more reinvestment into making maps or, or tuning maps, bringing old maps back. And reinvesting in Gambit. Make Gambit and PvP those two core pillars of getting people in and just having fun because that will keep your game alive. I mean, if they change Gambit up or they, they brought back the armor sets or if they brought back the Reckoning or if they just they did something in that area to kind of just tweak it to kind of keep people interested rather than kind of trying to give you a story every three months to kind of complete. And then people have completed that story within the first kind of six weeks. And then they're, they're off for the rest of the season. They don't want to hear anymore. It's like the PVP side was the thing that kind of kept destiny one alive. And I think that that's where they're missing the trick with destiny two is that that's where the engagement is that you see like halo in 
is Halo Infinite, isn't it? And other like Call of Duty. It's they're PvP games. People don't buy those games to play the story necessarily. They buy those to play the PvP side of it, which mm-hmm. is what I think people were interested in in Destiny One is the supers and the guns, and it was like the mixture of all of this. I mean. I remember like having to kind of wait each week for the gunsmith to come up to see what roles he had with his random roles. And, you know, you'd wait for like the Astacross video or so-and-so's video to say, right, this one's got these two perks on it this week. Cause this is, you know, and you'd buy the like the specific things to go and turn it in it, that those kind of things kept the engagement of the, the community of, and I think that's where they need to kind of focus on their, their rough time is that these things to keep the people interested. I, I don't know if you guys agree, but we have theoretically three core playlists in this game. Yeah. One has been completely abandoned. One has been abandoned until people shout enough about it and then gets a little bit of love. Yeah. And the third one at least gets some investment. So a third of your game is sort of being actively supported. A third of your game you've completely given up on. And the final third is the thing that keeps you alive, which is, you know, the PVP side. Because, yeah, I mean, people, people aren't watching, unless you're doing a day one raid or a day one dungeon clear, I don't think there's a lot of people watching PVE content on Twitch. That's, that's not where the shiny is. That's not where Excuse the viewers me? are. Excuse it's me? Pe- people, well, well, I'm saying, overall, looking at the numbers, like, that's not the big shiny thing. It's people watching, you know, people watching trials, people watching PVP, you know, laying off half of your security team. So ramp, you know, cheating is now back to being rampant in PVP on the PC side. Not a great look for the game either. Like, hey, we laid off our security team. I'm sure this won't have any repercussions. Hmm. Like making, you know, you know Bungie's never going to be a top, you know, Call of Duty esport PVP experience. It just no. doesn't. It, you no, know, even the, though it tried. The, no. Right, right. Exactly. It tried. The game is not built for it. It's never going to happen. That's not to say it cannot have a it can't have a phenomenal PvP experience and PvP community and tons of interest in it. No. But you need to just not abandon it for years and then go, oh by the way, we, we have PvP too, I promise. You know, yeah, like to your point, we see Halo bringing back like I think it was like Halo, like Halo 3 packs, bringing, you know, what we've told, you know, what we've been shouting at Bungie to do. They they brought in community made packs in you know maps into the game in Halo. Where it's like I think it was, it was three different creators or you know three different people who have made maps that they put into the game itself from the community and going Bungie, this the, this was your game you you used to Halo Rem- remember those days yeah give us give us a way to go do th- things if I could play Gambit on custom maps I mean again oh, yeah. I'm going to play my game anyway but like if I could go play if you're going <laughs> to abandon Gambit anyway and go who cares give me custom maps give me the right. Gambit Forge to let me go play maps in. Let me go play Gambit in the Vault of Glass. Let me go play. You know, let me go play all these different things. It doesn't matter. You don't care about it, so go have fun with it. If it's unbalanced, it's unbalanced. If it's wonky, it's wonky. Who cares? There is no pinnacle Gambit experience. You're not climbing the ranks of Gambit to get your top tier Gambit guns and you know gilding your Gambit uh, crests and seals and like. It doesn't matter. It's it's a silly. It, it it's the action sack of Destiny Two. It's the silly playlist where you run around with swords and hammers and PVP. Like, have it be a playground. If you really don't care about it, don't care about it. Go all the way. And let us just let us have fun with it. If you're just like, this is a silly horde mode, 
Go let it be a silly horde mode. Yeah, I, w- I want to make a map where where my opponent's uh, uh, dunking apparatus is on top of a hill and inside of a an enclosed area, and mine's just right there on the ground, just waiting for me. Mm. I will preference this if you've tuned in to listen to the show talking about De- you know Destiny the game and things. We we're not bashing the game. Uh, you know, it's still a phenomenal game. Don't don't get us wrong about this. It's just that we uh, we're kind of not bashing it. Well, no, I mean we're giving Bungie feedback. Hopefully, they do listen to the show. Partly is feedback, and partly is kind of just giving you the news of what's happening this week. It's just like that. There's always so much to talk about. My my wife always says to me, "You do a podcast each week. Then the, surely you haven't got something to say every <laughs> single week." There's that game has not got news every week, and I'm like, it does. This we can talk for like we i mean the, the show's like two or three hours but we could probably talk for a lot longer that than that and um, you know but yeah it's it's still a phenomenal game there's still fantastic things to do in it and speaking of fantastic things to do in the game tribute eh? anybody play tribute this week i what is, i'm what is tribute? i'm i'm very salty that i didn't get to Aww. Because again, because Gambit is so dead, I I did not have a chance. Oh, you're talking about Gambit be- Iron Banner? B- between yes. yeah, I, I had to be oh, in in the office this week for part of the week, so <laughs> I didn't get to jump on until Friday morning and play a little bit. And of course, by that point, it was long gone. I'm going. I I didn't even get a chance to chance to play. And yeah, I oh I don't remember where I put that meme in the Discord now about Gambit mains finally getting their chance to go play, you know, get, seeing Gambit updates in Iron Banner, and then it disappears before they have the chance to play it. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm, that, that's me. That's how I felt well, this week. Yeah. Uh, the Destiny 2 teams <laughs> this week, literally, I think it was like 18 hours later after it went live. Based on early player response, we are replacing Iron Banner Tribute with Iron Banner Control for the rest of the week. This change will take effect today at 5 p.m. Pacific. It's like, oh, dear. Did you see the they- bug? Did you see the bug that was in the game? Um, what bug? Okay, so in in that game mode, you know how there's a um. I don't know. There's a thing you can put on that that attracts. Uh, it's not a bug. Yeah. That's a feature, and that's yeah. something to do with Gambit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it yeah, attracts powerful, every- powerful attraction. Yeah, that and thing. It, yes, that it's working, not it's, working as intended. Yeah, like but that? it's not—it's not like super powerful. You don't get a kill across the map, and the crest comes flying towards you. You still have to be relatively close to them. I don't know why I dunked first. I never dunked first. That was so dumb. Anyway, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah, yeah. That's that's why that thing exists. It's to pull moats and things to you. But yeah, in so. PvP, yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah. Again, that's why it exists to pull things and moats to you. You either build into it or you don't. That's yeah. on you. <laughs> if you're not playing with it on supremacy, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, if if supremacy were a thing that was up and I'd be playing with it, I'd throw that thing on in a heartbeat going, I'll take every little advantage I can get. Uh, just just for clarification, and other people kind of may not know what it is, it's a mod, isn't it? And is it on your class item? Or is it actually on... I, I, I Honestly, I'm asking because I, I completely <laughs> forgot, but I did see the Cheese Forever video that does kind of show you it. You guys, do you know? Um, yeah, uh, yes, yeah, class yeah, powerful attraction is a class item mod. I couldn't remember if it was class item or boots, but yeah, it, it's a class item mod called powerful attraction. Automatically collect nearby orbs of power when you activate your class ability, and it yeah. works on orbs of power, moats, uh, the you know, supremacy style crests. Basically, if there's a thing on the ground to pick up, it'll sort of attract them to you, apart from ammo. 
which you need shoot right. to loot for. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, on class ability usage with one to two mods equipped, uh, collect orbs of power within 12 and a half to 18 and a half meters. So that's orbs of power. I don't know if it's the same for all collectibles, but yeah, yeah. it pulls things to you as you, as you get near them without having to actually go and pick them up with your hands. You do need to use your class ability for it. So you need to drop a rift, you need to put a barricade up, or you need to do your dodge. So yeah. th- so, there so, are trade-offs for it. Yeah, yeah. so, so dodge oh, and, mean, I and run by things without do. missing a oh, step. No. Right, yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> exactly. It's like, why are you not running it? It's Especially if you're a hunter, you can just continue running, dodge, continue your sprint, and pick things up. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely like you know, it's a no-brain play if you're if the game over up long enough to enjoy it. So did you get to play it all night, Demon? I did, I did, and I took my friend Blue Screen in there with Donny. We played two games. Blue Screen went silent on mic, and I ended up having <laughs> to play the coil for the rest of the day. I, I bless him. I mean, I couldn't drag him through it any longer because I. When when blue screen goes silent on mic in PvP, you know he's very frustrated. He's in there because he just wants to be with you, and he'll speak in the interim. But it, it was very stressful for him, so I thought <laughs> we're, we're just going to play the coil for the rest of the day. I did go back and play by myself, and some games I enjoyed, some games I didn't enjoy. It was it was a lot of swings and roundabouts. I mean, if you were the guy that was near the bank when somebody got shot and they dropped like twenty moats and you picked them all up and then you banked it, you was like, yay me. But if you were the guy that got shot with 20 moats next to the bank, you were like, oh, my God. Yeah. But the uh, thing about it is you can only hold a certain number, right? And what I thought, the one part that I did Did you get to a certain cool, number? I didn't even get to a certain number. Oh, no, you absolutely maxed out. You 100% no. maxed out. And that's what I'm getting to is, let's say you have five, right? And somebody kills you and they have five. Now they have 10. Somebody yeah. kills them and picks that up. Now they have 10. So you very quickly reached the max. And then it became the game of, uh, and this is the part I didn't like, is you had people that weren't even like moving or anything. They were just hanging out watching the bank. Yeah. You know? And they would, why, they why would catch you, you out. They would catch you out when you tried to dunk, and then somebody else would run in and get it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's but sometimes that's the way that supremacy works. It's you you <laughs> see a crest on the floor, you watch the crest, you wait for that person to mm-hmm. go, Oh, it's safe oh. enough. I'm off radar, but I'm long enough to shoot you with a sniper rifle or a scout rifle or a pulse rifle or a yeah. hand cannon these days. And you know, yeah, that's two crests on the floor. Oh, who can I catch next? You you yeah. draw people in. That's the gameplay. Unfortunately, as the Destiny Two teams say, they created tribute as a spin off of Supremacy with a twist on crest collection. Feedback so far is clear that the new mechanic could use a more time for tuning with just a couple <laughs> more days of data. So we're seeing far more matches in ending in mercies and shutouts than expected. And that mercy, oh my God, I think we, in one game that we played, was 74 to 5. And uh-huh. we were like, when's mercy going to kick in? Mercy <laughs> didn't kick in until like, they got 125 and we were still at like 10. It was like, yeah, that yeah. should have gone, gone mercy a long time ago. Need a mercy that quicker. A mercy <laughs> should be quick and merciful. I don't want to yes. play the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean that's, it's in the name, right? <laughs> I mean, and that's and that's part of. Well, that's why I was curious if it, if either of you had experienced it because I mean that's part of. We all know how much Destiny Two players love playing objectives. They love they love to participate in objectives and PvP. They love to stand in zones. They love to pick up crests. So I was really curious if that would work or if people would just treat it like Clash 
lose 125 to nothing and then go, oh, this game sucks. Well, yeah, if you don't play the thing, like the number of people, you know, who, who run by control zones going, you know, you could get more points if you just stood there for two seconds and right. helped us capture the zone and then moved on killing. But no, 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 <laughs> can't, can't be bothered. Micah, <laughs> Micah was having a conniption fit because I was dunking because, you know, PVP, I'm, I'm, I can't aim, right? So forgive me. So I was dunking. And at the end of so many matches, I was above Mike. And I'm like, hmm, game says I'm better than you. He goes, damn it. How's the scoring working? <laughs> By playing the objective. If yeah, you play yeah, the like objective, that. you get the points. Well, if you kill I, everybody but don't play the objective, you don't get the points. It, it took a lot of rizzing to get him to understand that you have to dunk them. <laughs> and then once he realized that you have to dunk them, he's all like, oh, I got you now. And then I was no longer in the top. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, ooh, somebody's better than you are. And that really gets under his skin. The, yeah. the Destiny 2 team does say that it will be returning, but they will be addressing some of the issues related to the scoring and pacing for next time. So this includes adjusting the score threshold for winning, the crest threshold for triggers the hunt phase, dunk times, and overall clarity of objectives. I mean, you were pretty clear about the objective pick up the things and dunk the things. But if the things are kind of, you, you, as you're getting shot, just exploding all over the place, you're like, oh. But yeah, I would have yeah. thought it might have been better if once you've actually collected the crest, uh, you don't drop the crests, but there is a maximum that you can hold, but then you do have to get to the bank, which would then, it would still kind of give that opportunity of people to watch I the disagree. bank to stop I people. I disagree. Because no, the, it would the, still the watch- dropping it is what makes the chaos. That's what really makes it chaotic is is when you die, you drop it and other people can pick it up. Right. Yeah, but the, the other thing that's chaotic is what I was seeing is that I could die and the bloke behind me could pick up my crest, even though he yeah. didn't kill me. That makes right. no sense. My, my own teammate could pick up my crest and that would be a point. It's like, well, I'll just, I could stand here, you farm me, and then you go and bank. It makes no farm sense. Farm me? Yeah. <laughs> It's like uh-huh. give it give maybe like you can hold up to like you used to do with Gambit, you could you can hold up to like ten or fifteen and you have a time limit on that. So you have to get to one of those banks that kind of keeps moving around the blooming map, which was also confusing because you know, I saw the timer on there, I, I get to the thing and it goes away and I'm like, I've got like ten moats. Because <laughs> it's not a timer, it's a moat capacity. That's what I thought oh. too. Oh, is it, it a moat capacity? Ah oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So, so the bank moved once it once it received enough uh, modes. So whatever uh-huh. whatever that number is, it moved to a different location. Oh, interesting. Okay, and yeah. I'll tell you what, me losing my mind. I'm like, what? And I tell you what, <laughs> Kaito can take those bloody turrets and shove them where the sun doesn't shine. Because Agreed. Agreed. I don't want that when I've got like all my moats in the middle, and I want to kind of get there. I've, I've eliminated the enemy team, and I just want to get to that one in the middle. That that's all I want to do. But as yep. soon as I kind of eliminate the enemy team, so I went on a streak. I went on a streak of about five kills, right? So I was thinking there's only one guy around. So nope. I, if, if I can get, but then they've got the turrets and I'm like, no, because my team weren't there destroying the turrets. And then I died and I was like so upset. Mm-hmm. So tribute is just reverse gambit where gambit's PVE with a little PVP. This is PVP with a little bit of PVE <laughs> thrown in. So, so, th- so they just reverse gambit on itself. Yeah, <laughs> through an iron banner and said, let's part, see how this goes. The aggravating part is I'll come in, I'll shadow dive all four turrets and kill them, and just before I dunk, sniped. 
you mother yeah because that animation and and, and <laughs> holding the button down was just so yep. slow wasn't it yep yeah. i went in there i, I killed all I would the like things a counter. and i died <laughs> i'd really like an emblem to show how many times i've been killed mid animation whether oh. it was whether it was throwing down a rift deploying a barricade activating my super like there there is a greatest hits list of me dying mid some animation Going, I thought I had to have a second to do this. I was wrong. <laughs> I mean, the Destiny 2 teams also said that, you know, Iron Banner is intended to be a celebration of PvP and what we wanted to make sure everyone is having a positive experience when playing it. So looking for improvement and Iron Banner tribute exp- experience when it brings back in the, when we bring it back in the future. But as Parody always says, there is a place to put trial modes. It, I'm going to surprise you here. It's called... Oh, what? Labs. Oh, like you broke labs? up pretty bad. At, at the end of the day, I mean, I get, I get that they, I mean, they brought back Rift into Iron Banner first, and they trialed that out, and that was like, oh, you know, it needs a bit of tuning. Then what else did we have? Oh, we had Eruption again. That was a, a trial thing of going into Iron Banner. I think that they use Iron Banner as they know that they're going to get a lot of people, a lot of footfall for PvP, so they throw it into Iron Banner. And I don't think they expected what they expected, you know, what we, what, you know, the, the outcome was this time around. Outcome yeah, being yes. ass. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think yeah, the outcome was a lot of negative, uh, negativity about it, wasn't it? Yeah. So, and since they've taken, you know, taken all the competitive bits out of Iron Banner and, you know, the light level and whatever else going. Yeah. Like, like, and, and honestly, Bungie, if that, if that's to be your silly fun time, let's throw silly action modes in, into Iron Banner. Great. But like, just position it that way. Like it's, I, Iron Banner, it's so hard to explain where it sits in this game. Like I play it just cause I, I think some of it just muscle memory at this point. It's, it's a time limited thing with, with a twist on the game, which I enjoy. And, you know, and it has a different loot pool that I can go and yeah. try to focus. Speaking of which, isn't the focus wonder, one, isn't the focusing great? Just grabbing, grabbing emblems and shoving them into Saladin and getting a thousand lethal abundances. Yes, indeed. <laughs> and, and, and not having not having to open your wallet and go, do I have the sixteen currencies I need to get right. this done? <laughs> it was really nice. I, I like. I just turned in like I had nine, nine emblem, nine engrams. Turned them all in. I was like, wait, wait. I, I can just turn these in. I didn't have to go anywhere. I didn't have to pick up new materials. I could just yep. do this. And focus them all on the auto rifle I wanted to get. Now we won't talk about the rolls on the auto rifle, but just being able to turn those all in without having to think about it—that was a really nice change. Talk about the rolls on the auto rifle because I used it, and I've been trying to spread awareness thanks to Ask Across his videos. Where if you're a hunter and you know that front flip you do don't, to make yourself, no, don't you even go there. Ooh, I told you about. So I told you. I told you about this last week, even before Ascross made a video about it. Didn't I tell you to use your blooming dodge ability and get the sever, um, whatever it was, the the perk on there with uh, onslaught? I told you that last week. I then all the YouTubers so. made their videos of, oh, we want the mm-hmm. the, the slice. sever perk. Slice. That's it. I don't remember that at all. We, no. we told you last week. Use slice. Yeah. Slice, use slice and no. onslaught. Slice and onslaught, and use your no. dodge ability on your hunter, and you, you become radiant, and you get extra. Oh. Listen, listen. I no. know you have ass across envy, but it's okay, brother. No, I, I told you last week before ass across. I, mean, I don't remember. You just that don't at listen all. to me when I say hunter and and builds or weapons. You just in your head. 
soon as Night Demon says it, because he's a titan. Yeah. I've been he, playing as a hunter. I've been enjoying the, 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 the solar dodge and making myself empowered. Mm -hmm. not talking to you now. That's it. Mm -hmm. Go so on, tell me about Astacross. What did Astacross say? <laughs> Astacross showed how Sever worked, how you keep it empowered, and more importantly, <laughs> not Slice. only do you get Slice. a damage... What did I say? Sever. Okay, well, slice costs. Well, I'm not talking to you. There you go. Okay, so uh, when you when you become radiant, uh, yep. your weapon can then sever, right, with the slice uh -huh. perk, right, and then no, it's not, not when you become radiant. It's when you use your class use your class ability. So when you dodge, well, for me, when it I then use props class ability, for four seconds, so both no, anyway. but you become radiant as well if you're on a solar hunter. So, yes. so slice the trait. Casting your class ability allows this weapon to sever targets on hit for a brief duration up to a maximum number of targets. Yes. Is what and slice does for you. Slice will reduce the incoming damage as well, which is really cool. So when you're going one-to-one -one with like a hand cannon user, it's, it's you know, you're lowering their damage. You're getting your onslaught, especially if you've and already got a kill. -tap you. Hand cannons and bows can Ooh. no longer two-tap you, which is a big deal. Well, you say that, but I'm, I'm sure I was still getting mm. two-tapped. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. Respawn of yesterday, I'm pretty sure, was screaming about being two-tapped by something. No, mm -hmm. I was being one-tapped, and we found out, you told me that that guy was glitching. So when I was getting shot once on my screen, he was probably shooting me multiple times on his. So, so you're yeah, no, your it was some legendary hand cannon. No, I had a good connection. No, we're, we're, we're blaming that guy's poor connection, because that dude yeah. was uh -huh. absolutely, it was, he was actively teleporting around the map. Like uh -huh. it was, he was warlock blinking except with every movement. <laughs> and I think yeah. he was a hunter or something, not a warlock. <laughs> and he had some legendary hand cannon that was one tapping me. I was like, there's no damn way. There's no damn way I'm getting one, sh one tapped by a legendary hand cannon. And so, yeah, I was livid. I was, I was not a happy respawn. I'll give you that. And, um, but while I was using it, and I was radiant. Oh my god! Not only are they not killing me, but I am deleting them. Forty-one damage a headshot on an auto rifle that starts off as a high impact, and then like when you start to get onslaught going, which I did a few times, and when you get it going, you're increasing your rate of fire without decreasing your damage like it used to do on the breakneck, right? Mm -hmm. So you still got that full damage, and you just Spitting it out like a freaking uh, sweet business, man. It was great. And then it would go away because I would die. Um, <laughs> I could do it all over again. But it was, it was, it was very amazing. I used it a lot. And um, I, I recommend it. As somebody who sucks at PvP, it's a hell of a crutch. That, and then in the secondary slot, you got the mega crutch in the form of the toaster, which I admit I was using because <laughs> I need the crutch, right? Yeah, so... Double crutches, and it was it, it made the whole experience so much easier to deal with. Because instead of just getting wasted, unless of course you go up against a team that knows exactly where you spawn, and Bungie spawns you in their scope. Not that that didn't happen most of the time. Um, yeah, no, it, it made the whole experience way better than normal PvP. So I recommend it on hunters. I don't know how how easy it is to become empowered on the other classes and still use your class ability as it is on the hunter. But yeah. And then with the hunter, if you pair it with the frosties, yeah, 
you run around the map, you always got the dodge, you always have your nade, in my case, healing nade, you always got your knives, I mean, all your abilities are always up, because you're always running into combat, because some of these maps are so freaking big, it takes a bus to get back into combat, so yeah, you got plenty of time to charge up your abilities on your way to get shot again, um, yeah. <laughs> I've I've got one of those lethal abundances with a hundred range. It's ridiculous. I do too, only because I got one with a range mod, and I yep. started sucking into the range mod, only to realize <laughs> it was already at a hundred. <laughs> I lost so many mats doing that. I was like, "Damn it!" He was so mad. It was so funny. <laughs> I just had my goddamn break neck onslaught with subsistence and ricochet rounds and a ranged masterwork. Just got it. Let's go. All right, I'm done with Gambit. Game over. Win. So, 19, Mm -hmm. have have you actually seen Citadel? Did it actually come up for you? Nope. Because I I think I've seen it twice. After playing, I don't know, 30, 40 maps, I I think I've seen it twice now. Nope. I I, I loaded into it going, oh, right, they brought this map back. You'd never know it. But, yeah, it it does does exist in the game. Is it? Does it feel different? Are the spawns different? What have they done to make it different from when they took it out of the game? Um, it's still bad. If I, you're I, saying um, then that means that they haven't made anything that's kind of significant to you. Yeah, you no, know, no, they they definitely took it out of the game to to rework it entirely and did all those things they said they were going to do. Yep, mm-hmm, that's definitely a thing. I I do feel like they spawning maybe in different places, or it's just been so long because I feel like you either spawned in like A or C. Like in like last time, like it was either one or the other. It was like sort of like the back of the room of A, back of the room of C, and then you're sort of running out past that capture point into combat. I feel like a couple times I spawned like outside of B or sort of like in the like in the building, sort of back like I don't know on the other side of B, for lack of a better term, where I don't generally go because nobody wants to play inside. We're all outside murdering each other. So maybe they put additional spawns in, or maybe it's just been however many years it's been since that game, since that map was in the game. But no, I mean, it, it felt very much like the same. It's you either capture A and you capture C, and then you all run to B and murder each other. Uh-huh. Which which is great fun when you put a sweet business on going, this is my lane. You can't have it. So, yeah, it's funny I, you say that about sweet business. I, I watched, I was watching like an old uh, one of our videos with me playing with, with the sweet business. I was thinking, you are terrible with the sweet business. You're not even hitting their heads. What are you doing? You're <laughs> spraying everywhere. Look, there's a guy over there that you're not even shooting, and he's shooting you in the face. What are you playing at? I was like, oh, mate, just don't do put that on again. No, for the head. No. It's a sweet business. Just spin up your rate of fire and body shot. You're yeah, good. but you're... I, I was watching my old footage of me, and I was terrible with it. See, <laughs> I, I was I was remembering back to yesterday, and I'm still terrible with it. The purpose of the sweet business is not to get all the kills. It's to threaten the other team and distract them with the sweet business. Like I told Respawn yesterday, I'm the bait. I am here. Everybody knows where I am. They know if I'm coming to get them. I'm the bait. They're all focused on me while you guys get the kills. That's my job is to, is is basically the aggro the other team. Uh, Yes. And I thought thought he was using it because I was like, parody, is that your sweet business? He goes, no. And then I was murdered by it. I'm like, oh. The enemy's got to sweep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I ran, I'm like, not going around that corner. Nope. <laughs> I ran into, I ran into a group yesterday before I hooked up with Respawn on Xbox, and it was one guy with the sweet business and another person in his party with the Monte Carlo, and they were running around together. And this guy had like 88,000 kills on the sweet business. So it's like, ah, oh, you're, you're one of those guys. <laughs> mm. 
you, you, Sadly, you they were on the it. other team, so it did not go well. Ah. Monte Carlo is really good. I love that gun. People underestimate it, but it actually does very respectable damage in PvP. Monte Carlo, Soros. How do you know that? It, it, did Asakos tell you that? No, it, I, I, I use it because I have throwing knife belts. Stupid. Works especially well if you're cleaning up after a sweet business kill, because you may not be getting kills, but you're doing you're damaging people. You're hurting their feelings and their health bars. No, it, no it's really what you say. It's demoralizing. When you hear it spin up, you're just like, nope. I don't want any of what you're selling. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> or, or, or you're just saying, listen, I know you have to come through this doorway and you're going to walk through it with your igneous hammer and go, I've got an igneous. No, you don't. You're dead yeah. now. You I had have an seen, igneous hammer. I, I have seen your face. Of course, I say that I was getting out shot by igneous hammers. As I'm hitting them with the sweet business going, you can tell me this game has flinch all you want. I, I remain skeptical. Nine years <laughs> running. You can say well, there's they have, flinch. They have mm-hmm. anti-flinch and targeting mods that will nope. counteract what you do nope. on the sweet business. I, 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 don't, I don't believe you. Sweet, sweet business aside, I don't believe that this game has flinch. If I'm hitting <laughs> you in the head and you're and you're popping out from cover and popping me with a hand cannon in a perfectly placed shot, no, there's no flinch. I do not believe you. Hmm? you use the Never new will. sidearm that you get from the dungeon, the, the crossbow sidearm. You'll believe in flinch again. I promise you. I, I don't Meaning think I will. You'll well, the flinch. exotic one. Yeah. Or just the- yeah, oh. Asakras says, oh, it two taps really easily unless they shoot you, and then you'll never land a shot again. So- <laughs> well, that would involve having that sidearm first. I, I have the other sidearm. I have the rocket sidearm, but I don't have the exotic sidearm. I do, too. It's actually, like, I, I thought it was going to be, hey, I don't know what I thought. I'll be honest with you. But when I got it and it was actually doing AOE damage, I was like, what? I mean, yeah, it looks obvious at first, but you don't think a sidearm is going to do AOE damage until it does. With my sidearm that's got the 60 blast radius, I'm like, my dude, let's that, get it. That, that's how rockets work. Yeah, well, I know that. But I didn't think, like, like we have, like, the little rockets that come off of the um, uh, the Strand auto rifle that we got. Uh-huh. Uh, that one. The rockets hit the target, and there's, like, very, very little AoE damage. This one has very, very respectable AoE damage. This thing has a bigger AoE than some grenade launchers, you know? And I was very surprised by the AoE. (laughs) You have one. What do you mean? Uh, I haven't used it yet. That's what I mean. Yeah. Use it. It's it's on the Warlock. I haven't been on the Warlock since, so uh, he can play with it later. Well, in, in the tradition of me copying Aztecross, I'm going to continue with uh, This Week in Destiny mm-hmm. for the 7th of December. Or, as we like to that? refer to it as the Twab. I don't know Ooh. if what Aztecross calls it, because I don't watch his videos about it. So there. He calls it the Twid. What do you call it? He calls it the wrong. It was wrong. Listen, Twitter is Twitter, and this is the Twab. Those are two constants in life. You can tell me I'm wrong, and I'm going to tell you you're wrong, and you will never change my mind. I guess technically he does both because he'll be like, when his intro he goes the twat, and then from that point forward he calls it the twit. So okay, I, I guess he does both. <laughs> well, people, we have good news for you. It is Respawn's favorite time of the year when That's his not. grandma comes along and he gets to bake her cookies. It oh, is. No. You've always said that you like baking cookies. I mean, I like getting the stuff from baking cookies. Yeah. Well, there you go then. Grandma Stranger Danger is back, and she's bringing the dawning. Mm -hmm. So you have to gather the ingredients, bake some cookies with your holiday oven, of course, and then you give them to other characters in the game. Your masterwork holiday oven. 
Sure. It's your holiday oven. And your gilded oh, and your gilded you baker oh. title. <laughs> yeah. You always have to kind of upgrade that blooming thing. There's, you, you always do. have to go and bake an extra couple of cookies and then come back and then she goes, oh, yes, now now it's masterwork. Do you, it'll cost less for each cookie. It's like, oh, okay. So, yeah. yeah but at, le- at least historically, they saved your recipes so you don't have to go back and find them all again. Remember that first time? And I think yeah. the second time when you had to go find all the recipes all over again and you had to look them up? That was such a pain in the butt. But now... If you've baked a cookie, you have that cookie's recipe forever, which is kind and of And I was cool. thinking about this today, that since we had the dawning last year, we've got a new element in the game, which means there'll be new elemental kind of oh. stuff to pick up to bake different cookies to give them to different vendors to get different prizes or the same prizes as everyone else. But mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That's how they're kind of going to get around it is that you'll start the game, you'll, you'll, you'll go and collect your oven. Uh, you'll get a list of ingredients. You'll have to go and kill things with X amount of things and yep. come back and bake the new cookies to unlock your uh, oven made 2.0. Out of licorice. You're going to have licorice cookies now. I just want to know which Riven I need to give a cookie to. Can I give a cookie to the ghost of Riven? Can I, can I, I give a ghost so. cookie? Or do I need to go back to real Riven that's also here with ghost Riven and now we have multi-Riven, multi Yeah. Yeah, you probably have to go back to the raid to give the cookie. Mm. Although last year they took that out of the kind of triumphs to go and do. You didn't have to go and give it to Riven last year. The year before and the year before that, I believe that you had to go into the raid mm-hmm. and give Riven a cookie. We're well, not even giving a Riven a cookie. You just had to go to that specific thing. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, but you're, as you're falling down, you can feed her the cookie, or when you land, you can feed her the cookie. But you yeah. did have to feed her the cookie. Did she eat the cookie? No, I don't know. As you can hear from this, topics for this week, the dawning preview. So they're going to give you a preview. We're going to give you the full view, not the preview, Ooh. the full view. Uh, I didn't sign up for this, and I don't have a webcam. You never do every year. You have a webcam. You do uh, have a webcam. Not here. You have a laptop. You have a webcam. Respawn will definitely want to show his baking skills this year because he will want that dragon emblem. Uh, we have Season of the Wish updates, Fighting Finder Beta is live, and Warlords ruin a bunch of rewards. So should we dive straight into the dawning? No, you shut your mouth. Did you say a he dragon should. emblem? He sure did. <gasps> to, to go with the rest of your dragon kit. It's Ooh. a Christmas miracle! I finally get a dragon emblem. It is. It's a little baby dragon. Oh, my God! I have to, wait, now, is it a dragon dragon or a wish dragon dragon? A uh, dragon dragon. Oh, then we're good. Well, you just made a response here. Destiny 2 but, is saved. You heard it here. Destiny 2 yeah. is saved. The game yeah. is saved. Everything's beautiful again. I will, I will personally fund them <laughs> with our Patreon assistance. As we're here, we're talking about the great Dawning Bake Off. This mm. year, they want to do something extra special outside of the game. So welcome to the great Dawning Bake Off. See, as only I can say in a British voice. It doesn't sound mm-hmm. the same if it's an American thing. Well, Correct. you didn't say it in a British voice. <laughs> <laughs> We want Guardians Everywhere to make their best desserts and share them with the community through pictures and videos. So the spirit of the dawning reaches every corner of the world. So you can go all in and make your own version of dawning cookies with a lot of help from the Abuela, Eva Levante. I did say that right, didn't I? Good. Who cares if I didn't? Or you can try something different. Wow. You can make a Vex cake, some tasty scones inspired by the scorn, gingerbread cabal, a dessert that's unique to the region that you live in. As long as you take inspiration from the dawning, Season of the Wish or Destiny 2, they'll love it. There's only one week to make your best desserts, starting 
a couple of days ago, actually. The winners will be chosen among those who submit their entries using the hashtag Dawning Bake Off, all one word. Uh, their creations will feature in next week's 12, I guess. Um, they'll be awarded the Art of the Week or Movie of the Week emblem, as well, very special, Draconis Tetrachroma. There you go. There you go. You've seen it. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So don't forget to include your bungee ID in your submission so they can find you. Respawn, I want a video of you making just nonsense. Wait, I can't get this unless I make a video? Or a unless picture. you make a treat. You have to make a treat. Make a treat and send it in. And then you get two emblems. You either get the video or the art and the dragon one. So you get two. Two oh. for the price of one. No, oh, that's it. We're done. Bungie, you're bankrupt. I don't care about your game anymore. <laughs> You've given me a dragon emblem and yet made it impossible to obtain. It's not Suck. impossible. You shut your mouth. Get Luna <laughs> to do it for you. No. Nobody said you have to actually do it yourself. No. No. <laughs> no. Oh, dear. Upsetti Spaghetti has been obtained. And, uh, and this is where we live now. Yeah. Bungie has betrayed my trust, my confidence, my livelihood, my enjoyment, my 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 Christmas spark. Yeah, no, it's all gone, and it's Bungie's fault. Now I'm depressed. I, I don't even just just continue on with the show. I'm done. Well, Evil Avante is coming back, and she wants you to bake cookies in the holiday oven two dot one, which yeah. you'll be baking in game. No. Be- it surely does not. I mean, maybe it does. And maybe the rest of us will get dragon moms just because you're so salty. It's hard to say. But we can cook our Gahala doodles, our classic butter cookies, and more. There's a quest where you'll probably have to talk to every character in the tower because it's important this time of year just to check in on everyone, see see how they're doing, just see what they're up to, make sure Ikora is still standing where she's been standing for absolutely years. Count how many crows are in the game. Visit all the various ribbons. You know, it's just important to check up on everyone to see how they're doing this time of year. Yeah. There's upgrades. There's bonus event rewards. The ability to earn dawning weapons with additional perks from EVA. Increased power and utility for your stasis snowballs. And weapons fo- weapon focusing to allow for targeting or targeted weapon drops. Boons of friendship, event challenge cards. I mean, what's not to love? You can throw stasis snowballs at things. Eliminations using Donnie weapons or abilities will create a snowball at a spawn point where the enemy was defeated. So can 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 I use snowballs everywhere, Bungie? Can, yes. Can I can I Apparently. use snowballs on all the things? Apparently so. Where is my PvP snowball fight? I mean, last year they had snowballs everywhere except PvP. Where's my PvP? Where where, where is my team? My team slowed with with snowballs. I want team scorch. I want team slowed. I want to throw snowballs at each other. Where is it? Come on, come on, Bungie. That would be a fun game mode where you just throw snowballs at each other. Mm-hmm. And that's a one-shot kill. Absolutely. There's a new dawning memento. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. If, you, if you enjoy a good memento, respawn. What do we think about this memento? It's not all black. So I like it. Do we think it's um, animated? It looks like it could be animated with kind of a snow effect on there. It better shimmer. Effect. It yeah. needs to shimmer. If it doesn't shimmer, they miss the mark. Okay. Needs more shimmer. Uh, I like it. I like the ice effect that they put on there. That's pretty good. Now, what's going to be the catch that you have to do to actually earn one of these or get them to drop? And will you ever see any of them? That's complete the, real the quest. quest. Don't forget to complete the quest. <laughs> it's normally tied to the quest before you, you get one to drop. You have to work your oven. 
Yes. Masterwork your oven, put the gun in the oven. It'll come out looking all shimmery. It'll be beautiful. So I know we're talking about the oven. So you, once you kind of load into the tower, you have to go to the tower. So you, you need to get to the stage of actually uh, every year they say the same thing that you kind of have to have completed the Cosmodrome escape and unlock the tower to kind of get to Eva Levante and achieve like the, I think it's the, whatever the base power level is to get there. So that's always kind of the first requirements. You then go and visit Grandma Stranger Danger, who normally kind of will be where Lord Saladin is at the moment. She kind of plants herself right in the middle of the tower as you kind of spawn in. Okay. And when when you say that, I just need to hear something. Sometimes she's over to the side. People have asked me this more times than I'm comfortable with. Okay. Okay. She's called Grandma Stranger Danger because the stuff that comes out of her mouth is creepy. And when you stand next to her, just stand next to her and be idle and just listen. And you will understand why she's called Grandma Stranger Danger. Stop asking. At one point, we did think that she could be Sabathun in disguise. I'm sure it was an half theory. Not half said that he was touting that she could be Sabathun in disguise. I'll probably get a voice memo from him this week going, no, I didn't. But you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so go go and visit her. She will give you like the quest to pick up um, and then the holiday oven. And I think she gives you some ingredients to get yourself started. So it's normally gives you a couple of ingredients, then go and visit Zavala. It's always Zavala. She seems to have this thing for Zavala. So you'll go and visit him, give him a cookie. He will give you a gift in return. You open the gift and then it's either kind of a weapon or something, something, you know, really cool but in this holiday event you don't need to kind of equip a mask you don't need to have a class item it is just kind of you get ingredients from just decimating things in the game so no matter what you're doing you're going to constantly get ingredients and those ingredients will be saved in your holiday oven you can then use those to kind of mix together to make like these these amazing cookies and as ingredients right no but as respawn was saying (laughs) It, it, it started off that you had you kind of had to mix the ingredients by yourself. You kind of had to go, right, I want one of those and one of those and see what kind of cookie that makes. Now it's kind of stored in the holiday oven 2.0. So you just go, right, I want that cookie and it will bake that cookie. And it starts off as blue cookies, as I'm kind of remembering these things, before you can kind of upgrade it to the masterwork oven. Once you've upgraded it to the masterwork oven, the ingredients cost less to make the cookies. So, you, you know, Whatever. And now you have legendary cookies. You so do. They, they go from stasis cookies to void cookies because you upgrade. Do you think? Do you think this year they'll have a cookie commemorating Lance? Do we think they put effort into the dawning to make any changes at all? Is really the question you're asking. Well, I mean, they, they already I have to make changes yes. to accommodate Strand. They're already making changes. Right? Well, no, that's what I'm saying. There'll be there'll are be they, some more cookies that in the game they, they incorporate Strand to make for other vendors. Right. Because we had that with stasis before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dawning ingredients is split into two groups. So you get uncommon ingredients, which drop from specific enemy types, and rare ingredients, which drops from doing specific things, like usually killing enemies. So, And there's also dawning essence. Don't forget, you need the dawning essence to create your, your recipe. So there's that third kind of mix to kind of get it going. So luckily, essence of dawning can be obtained from literally every activity, patrol, strikes, whatever you want to kind of do, it never runs out. Normally. Cheese Forever puts out a video within the first couple of hours going, here's the best <laughs> way to farm this. So mm-hmm. keep tabs on Cheese Forever's YouTube channel because he will tell you the best way and the fastest way to kind of get these things. Because I vaguely remember kind of as they do each year for, for each event is like, 
oh, well, if you jump into this mission for five seconds and then you jump out, you'll get like five for this. Or if you're going around and doing public events, you'll get like two for this. And if you do that, and so there, there are ways to kind of maximize to get all of this done in the kind of first couple of hours. So, so Don, Don is talking Don. about how Don Orzato, one of our... Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Donny? Are you talking Donny? about Donny? About Donny? Donny? He, Donny? He brings up a good point. Where's the ship in the Sparrow for this year? nobody cares that's where that will be in your paid for 1000 silver for your little book probably well previously it'll be in eververse there's a donning ship that you had to like upgrade during one of the donning events right and if you equip the ship you get more materials for the cookies you you do well you did we don't know if you do no, last, it did la- last year. Last year it worked. Last year it worked. And if I look in my Destiny item manager, thank you for reminding me, Don. It's probably in my notes somewhere. I haven't got to that point as yet. But as we're talking to you now, live in game, we will kind of tell you it is called the Starfare 7M. Mm-hmm. And it was awarded in the Dawning 2020. But you could put um uh, it had on it. Uh, spirit of the season which grants a chance to generate dawning spirit whenever you find a dawning ingredient so every time you picked up an ingredient or it kind of awarded you an ingredient it gave you a spirit as well so if you have that ship an exotic ship it may be one of the things that's available from eva levante because we don't know what she's got on her reward track this year so yeah and if you did get it in 2020 yeah yeah if you if you did get it in 2020 it came with different flavors of like engines so you could have a mint flavored and it would give you a green kind of tail it's to your to ship they called it an engine but it was a shader no 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 it was it was, it was well it's a shader for your like flame that comes out the back of your, your ship as you travel it traveling through hyperspace mm-hmm. uh cocoa which was the brown one and then rose which was the red one so yeah so if you have that equip that put that on so yeah and they have a they have a sled sparrow. Um, I'm pretty sure they have a second one too, but I can't remember the other one. I do know I do know the sled because the dawning cheer. The dawning, during the dawning, as you ride the sparrow sled, you poop out glimmer for people behind you to pick up. So yeah. that's fun. It's called the dawning <laughs> cheer, and landing a trick while riding dawning cheer will spawn multiple glimmer presents. That and this, too, yeah. This perk is available only during the dawning. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if but, you have that, you've got that. But how will, do you do it? How do you do a trick on a sparrow? In the event anyone doesn't know, the D pad on your on your on your. If you're using a like a Xbox or a PlayStation controller, it's your D pad. If you're using a computer, it's one of your arrow keys. Yeah. So take your sparrow, leap it into the air somehow, hit some direction on your D pad or arrow key. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll do a fun trick. Mm-hmm. And then if you have the dawning cheer, you also get glimmer. If not, you'll just do a cool trick and can impress your friends. But even when you hit your booster, just hitting the booster drops like I think one or two glimmer at a time every second, something like that. It's not much, but it's something. It's it's free glimmer, so there you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not enough to like farm glimmer, but it's just a fun little. It's a thing you can do. It's a thing. So as respawn predicted, I will now give you a list of ingredients because it's it. nice to know these things. I wasn't predicting; I was messing with you. <laughs> So your uncommon dawning ingredients are ether cane, and you get them from killing fallen, chitin powder, killing hive, vex milk, killing the vex, well done, respawn, cabal mm-hmm. oil, mm-hmm. killing cabal, taken butter from killing taken, dark ether cane from killing scorn. So there's no 
Is there any more? Oh, we might get some from Tormentors this year. We might get something else. Ooh, a new ingredients, maybe. Because that's the only other kind of thing in the game. But then they might not do that because you're, there are only maybe. limited places that you can go and get the Tormentors, I guess. Maybe Which means some... they will absolutely put it in the ingredients <laughs> list. Maybe, maybe I mean, some you gotta... Strandy Cane. Strandy Cane from Killing Things on the Amuna. Mm-hmm. Ooh, well Ooh. done. That's not bad. That's not bad. Well, red... we already have candy cane, so I'm I'm thinking licorice because licorice looks like strings. We'll see if I'm right or not, but we've already got a candy cane type thing. But I love your I I, I love your enthusiasm. Uh, you'll be the first to die, but I love your enthusiasm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to what movie that was from. Uh, anyway, so yeah, no that that's absolutely a thing. But then you have like he's talking about how the ingredients you get from killing enemies, but there's more ingredients that you get depending on how i'm just going to get to that bit so so you're talking so respawn excited to hear about the rare ingredients night demon okay what are the rare ingredients you get by killing things in a particular way so null taste is killing things with void guns and abilities electric flavor with arc abilities and guns impossible heat is solar guns and abilities bullet spray is kills with ultra rifles submachine guns or heavy machine guns delicious explosion is grenades grenade launchers or rocket launchers Sharp flavor is kills with sword. Personal touch is kills with melee attacks and abilities. Perfect taste is kills with precision shots. And then flash of inspiration is generate orbs of light. But as we kind of said, we've got a new element in the game since the dawning went live last year. So there's going to be something to do with strand. Um, I can't remember what the one is because I didn't write it down for uh, stasis. Oh, there's dark frosting for, for getting, getting kills with your stasis damage. There's also your superb texture for getting super ability kills. Your multifaceted flavors gained by rapidly defeating targets. And your balanced flavors by defeating opponents with bows, scout rifles, pulse rifles, and sniper rifles. And of course, what do you put on top? The finishing touch for getting your kills with finishers. Yes. And then, yeah, presumably something for Strand. So... Over the last couple of years, we've had many different kind of NPCs drop in and out of the game. But the ones that are kind of still around, you should still be able to kind of, as I said, that these are still in the game, so you should be able to kind of just create them with your holiday oven. But Zavala likes Galajoodles, uh, Shax likes Vanilla Blades, Hawthorne and Louie, or is it Louis? Louis? It the likes, yeah, the, the bird. bird. The damn bird. Elixney Birdseed, uh, Amanda Holiday's chocolate shaped cookies but she's not in the game so she goes she gets nothing this year she's gone wow dude too soon man you could have had at least some sympathy for that but i'm saying she she doesn't she doesn't yeah we're moving on on, respawn yeah she's dead move on Mm, like cora she likes traveler travelers donut holes the drifter likes dark chocolate moats banshee 44 telemetry tapioca zer likes strange cookies whatever telemetry yeah (laughs) telemetry just like aluminium? Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. Okay. Eris Morn, she likes Ascendant Oatmeal, Raisin Cookies. Riven likes Thousand Layer Cookies. And again, we don't know whether we'd be delivering to her in The Last Wish or kind of the corporeal version of her. Is uh, there just Paul- one Eris Morn at this point? Is there uh, just the Eris Morn on the moon? Or are there two Eris Morns now too? I can't remember if she's milling around the, the helm or not. It's normally the one on the moon that we no, deliver you to. You have one Eris Morn, and then you have one Hive God of Death. So you got to be specific. Ah, oh, so the artist formerly known as Eris Morn. Got it. <laughs> right. Zer's cookies that you give to Zer. 
they were only available to give him on the Friday that he turned up wherever he turned up to give you exotic weapons. Because I don't think it worked giving him in the 30th anniversary pack, does it? I can't remember now. It could do. I completely forgot. Yeah, I don't remember if you can go give give a star horse in that version of Zerk cookies or not. It's worth trying. I mean, he, yeah. he gets lonely over there, so you should at least visit him and see if you can give him a cookie. Uh, we have St. 14 likes Lavender Ribbon Cookies. <laughs> Ada One likes Hot Cross Fire Buns. Devram mm. K likes Gentleman Shortbread. Failsafe Infinite Forest Cake. Uh, I'm not sure about Spider, because... Oh my uh, God, Failsafe, she's still in the game. Yeah. What? Petrovenge, she likes Ill Fortune Cookies. Uh, Tess Everest likes Bright Dusted Snowballs. Varix, uh, oh yeah, he's still in the game. Etheric Cold Snaps. Shorhan, Blueberry Crumblers. The Crow, um, I'm guessing that's the one in the helm, uh, will like Bittersweet Biscotti. Eva Levante likes Classic Butter Cookies. And then we had Queen, we did have Queen Mara Sav at some point, liked Ascendant Apple Tarts, but then we only had her like a couple of years ago, but now she's back in the game in this season. She might get the cookies again. Exo Stranger likes Star Wars Thins. And the bonus recipe was Burn Edge Transits from Master Hall, which didn't seem to work last year. But right. uh, who knows? Because they're edge Well, transits. it's going to be they hard to feed want. it to Mara because Mara doesn't hang out in, in the, the ship. Right, unless she's no, actually she's, got she sits, she she's sits on her throne. Yeah, she sits downstairs in her throne. I I went there a little while ago. I didn't see her on her throne at all. I didn't talk well, to her. She wasn't there because you didn't you didn't leave her enough cookies. She's she's salty with you now. Yeah. Damn. So activity should give you between ten and twelve essence. This is from like a, a, a last year's stuff. Legendary Lost Sectors gave you between fifteen and sixteen per run. Public events were about five essence. We don't you need get. to know the numbers. Jesus, dude. No. You don't need to go that in depth. Okay. Um, have you have you met this man? Are you new here? Yeah, that's why we're trying to cut him off at the peak, man. So the weapons that you can generate the snowballs with, you've got the avalanche machine gun, the Zephyr sword. Anything with um, a stasis. It's a stasis makes snowballs. There. Done. Moving on. No, but it says dawning weapons as well. Okay, donning yeah. weapons avalanche and stasis. Yeah, avalanche is not stasis. Yeah. <laughs> Fine, so, yeah. whatever. Donning weapons. The, the Zephyr sword, the cold front submachine gun, the fusion and rifle, the, the glacioclasm fusion rifle. Now, the glacioclasm, I will give that credit. Last year, it had an amazing role where it had um, reservoir burst and subsistence, and I got that role. Oh my God. It's so oh good. My God, Becky, where did you get those perks? Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm baking cookies. So many cookies. All the and cookies. now, and now you're gonna have a new dawning weapon. Yes, we just took the wing of a bird and s- s- glued it to a stick, and now you can poke people with it. The alb- uh, albedo, albedo wing, new yeah. glaive. You can poke people. Mm-hmm. It, like it has wing. it has some origin traits. Do you want to know what they are? I'm going to tell you I anyway. Was, I was going to say, damn it. I was like, dawning get out surprise. Of it? Dawning surprise. Rapidly defeating targets awards a dawning gift. Defeating powerful targets counts as more than one. So you can have that on all the time. So activation progress on kills by enemy ranks, minors and guardians is 16.66%, and majors and bosses is 50%. And it has the Hake Breach armaments. 
So this weapon deals increased damage against vehicles and constructs. And constructs have been clarified, including barricades, turrets, stasis crystals, and other objects created in the field. There you go. And this is apparently the second hard-hitting aggressive glaive. It can roll with some new perks from the season, including the very cool, very, very new Beacon Rounds perk, otherwise only found on the rocket-assisted sidearms. And the Beacon Rounds, final blow with this weapon, grants your projectile tracking for an improved duration. Dealing further damage extends the duration. So you get tracking on your big stick that you stab people with on the projectiles that it shoots. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All makes sense. Don't question it. No, yeah. but you can also get Golden Tricorn. You can have Demolitionist, Lead from Gold, Deconstruction, Attrition Orbs, High Impact Reserves, and Close to Melee, which is Glaive Projectile Final Blows improve Glaive Melee Damage. Glaive Projectiles or Melee Damage extended to the duration. And then you can have Grave Robber, Beacon Rounds, Replenished Aegis, which is blocking damage partially reloads this weapon from reserves. Immovable object dealing range damage grants increased weapon energy whilst you're stationary and with your shield raised. Uh, keep away, uh, clown cartridge, and field prep. You don't want field prep on there. No. The only yeah. thing that makes any sense is the perk where getting a final blow makes your melee stronger and then grave robber. That's, I mean, I, 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 there's not a lot there, man, honestly. You know, look at this brand new glade we have, but we gave it <laughs> perks. Uh, sorry. Um, you can stab why are you sorry? Why are you saying sorry? You've been you've sworn about ten times throughout this podcast. No, no, I was like, you know, I was pretending to be Bungie. Say, oh, here's this new thing. We gave it crap no. perks. Yeah. You, sorry you won't even apologize for that. Okay. No, no, not even a little bit. No, he's not sorry to you. Just like they're not sorry for the, for the dawning weapon perks of you know you know deconstruct attrition orbs, cold steel, which is powered sword hits slows targets, beacon rounds, which we just talked about, and the dawning surprise origin trait. Rapidly defeating targets awards a dawning gift. Defeating powerful targets count as more than one. And they tend to pair the dawning surprise origin trait with the origin trait of wherever the act, like whatever activity you were playing, you know, Crucible, Gambiter, uh, Vanguard, so you don't have a origin trait that doesn't work most of the year. That after the first year, they were like, we should give it two origin traits, otherwise you're going, why would I ever use this outside of dawning? It's very silly. Well, the Avalanche is a pretty decent... Machine gun, it's it's not a bad one, and like I said, glacialism is really good. So, if the weapon's got good perks, you can still absolutely use it. And glacialism is void, right? So yeah, yeah avoid uh, fusion rifle with subsistence and uh, and uh, reservoir burst is not bad considering how most of our reservoir bursts are arc. So. Yeah. Well, well Bungie would like to tell you to keep an eye out for Zephyr, the only stasis sword for now with a cold steel trait, so you can slow things when you whack them. And also the damage bonus from Deconstruct stacks with the Hockey Breach arm- Armaments origin trait. Nice. You can select on the uh, the new glaive, so maybe that'll be a thing. And so uh, they gave they gave yeah. a you said it was a strand sword, you said? No, I said stasis. Oh you did say stasis. Okay. Different Never different S word. I'm sorry. That's the white one, not the green one. Yeah, <laughs> right. I don't know what colors they are on your screen, though. Uh, blue and green, yeah. There we go, close enough. <laughs> but you can get a cool, a cool, cozy, dawning beanie. Respawn, if you order the beanie, when do you think it'll, it'll arrive? Uh, next this, Christmas? This, next this fun, Christmas. Fun well, I was going to say... A dawning emblem, a little, the little rapture, snowball but... poof on top. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Well, starting December 12th, you can order it. And uh, as long as you complete your Amateur Baker event challenge by June 3rd, 2024. June? Yeah. So so as long as you complete this by June 3rd, 2024, which I I guess is the end of the season, at 9.59 a.m. PDT. So um, mark your calendars or sundials. Let's ignore the fact that after the dawning is over, you lose the oven and the cookie ingredients. So... So, so so complete your challenge now, but then if you want to put off buying your warm winter hat until it's winter in the other hemisphere, you're good to go. So don't worry. Goodness gracious. Great balls of fire. Sometimes do they? Uh, and now this is where, where we're going to get real confused because they've decided to put updates in the TWAP this week, as well as telling the people on the social mediums. Mm, will Reese one have a report rounded to read? We'll see. <laughs> Blind well. Ew. With the launch yeah. of Season of the Wish, we've seen a lot of great feedback and discussion that we've shared our thoughts on. And here are the highlights of each topic. Yeah. Blind well. With a blind whale, I'll tell you about that. One of our goals is to make sure players know from the start that there's increased difficulty and new loot for this activity. It's also not an activity players will have to do every week. They do not, and I repeat, they do not need to return to the blind whale until week six, unless you want to. We'll have one seasonal challenge tied to the blind well later in the season and one heroic blind well completion requirement for the seal. And on top of that, we have Riven's Lair and the Coil. Our goal was to loot. Oh, my bad. Hold on. Our goal was for loot to be the front and center, especially for players who go for a platinum score. As this is on week one, just a reminder that different paths to the coil will be rotating each week. From our early observations, the strand economy is too unforgiving, and the team is looking to improve on this. I mean, you don't have to. You could just leave strand alone because it's amazing. Uh, you sir, uh, sir I, I do I do believe that word is not strand. The it, strand economy is just fine. It isn't oh, my, my it's ever been. Shard economy, my bad. I happen to be illiterate. Anyway, it is the shard economy that's too unforgiving. And the team is looking to improve on that. Now, mm-hmm. let's get into everybody's favorite topic, PvP. Control will be available as a selectable mode while checkmate control is active. We have no plans to turn checkmate on across all of Crucible. Instead, we are aiming for a midway point for ability cooldowns and weapon cooldowns that don't result in specific weapons dominating. You know, my mouth waters a lot when I do that voice. Um, if, you were, if you were a little higher pitched, you could be pretty close to Astacross, I think. I think, I think you could be the Astacross if you really tried a little harder. You're, you're, you're not far. His, his accent is not that strong. He lives in Florida. There's, no, his accent is not that strong. Uh, where are we at? We will be, <coughs> sorry, I just hit puberty, excuse me. Um, <laughs> just give it up. 
<laughs> you just read as like a normal human being. <laughs> was somebody requesting the cowboy voice? No, nobody requested nothing. They did because you were no. doing your. You said it's. You talked about the English accent. And somebody said the cowboy voice would be better. So, I assume somebody in the chat. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, silly chat, silly chat. Because none, none of us here have requested it. But, uh. <laughs> See, Don admitted it. See, told you. Okay, so this is all Don's <laughs> fault. Send, send your messages too. No. Um, <laughs> where was that? Oh yeah, we. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <clears throat> we will be regularly tuning Checkmates TTK, which means time to kill. Our target going forward is to keep optimal TTK consistent with the current Crucible Sandbox. We will be looking to reduce body shot damage. The end result is an increase in skill gap Will where consistent headshots are rewarded with a faster TTK. We are aware of the spawn issues in Countdown Rush and the Citadel and Multiplex. Again, they just brought that back after, quote, changing it, just saying. <laughs> Which leads into my theory of no, you didn't. <laughs> we'll be temporarily disabling these maps in competitive. And for everybody that is not in the know, we do have a new sidearm, and it's a rocket. The new sidearm rocket type should give more opportunity to counteract burial champions with this season's artifact. There is a link, I'm not going to read it. We have Fire Team Finder updates. The known issue is the auto-selected launch screen after summoning your fire team to orbit is not respecting existing checkpoints. <laughs> it could have like a big oversight, especially if you're going to, I don't know, a raid. <laughs> you don't need those checkpoints. Those are optional. <laughs> that is a huge oversight. I mean, I'm laughing, but that's pretty bad, right? Oh, my God. Our next beta will add additional options into the title builder to help convey our lobby's purpose. Uh, check out the original posts, one, two, and three, for the Destiny Team's update on the Fireteam Finder beta. And Vault from Orbit. For those of you that don't know, because it's a useless thing to die of fucking... I don't know. We have a fix for the bug, allowing players to vault from an activity without a proper UI or full fire team support. Due to positive reception for this bug, we plan to revert this fix in a January update. Oh, so you could change your stuff while in an activity, and then they patched it? Bug becomes feature. Yeah, you, you could access the vault from an activity, not just from orbit. And people said, no, no, we actually kind of like that. No, no, that's good. That's yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so they fixed the bug, and they're going to bring it back as an actual feature come January. I mean, look, it's just it, it Bungie's hip fire freaking response to, oh, crap, it's fun. Delete it, right? No, thank you guys for, like, yelling at Bungie to put it back. That That's great. I didn't even know that was a thing, but that's that's great. Yeah. Okay. Um, our goal is to allow your full fire team to be able to vault from anywhere in an update after the, after the final shape. Well, no, there anyone full fire team. There, there's different stages of this. Mm -hmm. Different words different, mean different things. Mm -hmm. So the goal is to allow your full fire team to be able to vault from anywhere in an update after the final shape, after being the keyword. Now, the part that's getting me is allow your full fire team to be able to vault. What? Like, 
like but, if yeah, I that's, can vault, that's what I care about. Why do I want the, like are we gonna share a vault space? What the hell does that mean? The full fire team to vault. What? Is it only the leader? Maybe it was the bug only the team, you know, the 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 fire team leader could access their vault and nobody else could. And that's what they're saying come January. They'll put the fix back. So if you're leading the fire team or, you know, wh- however the bug affects it today, because I don't know how the bug works at the All moment. Right. All right. So they're saying, well, let's see. Let's see. Let's check the original post from the Evolve from Orbit bug and see if there's any information. Uh, no, it's the exact same words they said in the prompt. So cool. 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 Yeah. So however the bug worked before, um, it's going to work the same way. And then they're going to give your full fire team the ability to do it in final shape. So yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Moving mm-hmm. on to orb cooldown changes. We've been monitoring feedback around orb creation cooldowns and have a change going with our next update currently targeted for next week. Equipping multiple copies of the armor mods, heavy-handed firepower, and reaper now decreases their orb creation cooldown. Well, that's what they currently do. What are you doing next week? Are you making them not decrease orb creation? I mean, what are you doing next week? They're putting that back because they didn't current. They made a change that nobody liked, and now they're unmaking that change. Okay, so it's going. We're going to be getting more orbs after the patch. Right? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, focus and cops changes. Oh, and we- for some reason they don't, sorry, they, they didn't put the, uh, you'll get one copy of them, you know, if you have one mod on, 10 second cooldown, two copies, five second cooldown, three copies, one second cooldown for your orb creation is how it'll work after the patch, which they didn't put in the twelve, but put in the link they linked to for some reason. Mm, yeah, I mean, it's just... I have nothing to better to do with three slots. Yeah, no, just fine. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You want all the orbs. <laughs> Focus, focusing cost changes. We are reducing the focusing cost for ritual vendors in next week's update. Well, that's very nice of them. All Crucible, Gambit, and Vanguard Ops Legacy Focusing will cost three engrams. Unobtainable Nightfall weapons will still cost five engrams. Making them obtainable. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whatever. Fireteam beta, uh, one of y'all. Who cares? It, it's live, and, and they, ra- they stress-tested it, and uh, 42% of the people stress-testing it cleared their raids. Nice. So, And it only apparently took seven minutes on average, more than pre-made fireteams, so people getting together were able to have decent success and it didn't take them like significantly longer than other people, but also it was probably just the handful of people who could get on for that couple hour window on that Friday evening, whenever it went live the first time around. So I'm getting like a back. weird deja vu. Like didn't mm-hmm. we cover this last week? Uh, yeah, probably they mentioned it last week and now they're mentioning it again. Okay. So okay. they want to mention okay. it every week until yeah. you've got it. Yeah. Bashed into your head to I'm go just do making it. sure that Respond. I'm not off my meds. That's all. Well, I mean, you are, but that's that's unrelated. <laughs> so this, see, this this is the the flashing the in game fire team finder at you. This is the TWAB version of flashing it at you, going, "Hey, um, you can use the director from the roster tab, and you can use the fire team finder, and you can either yeah. create a fire team or search for a fire team, and then it breaks it down to what activity you want to do." Yeah. But once you've done that, and and you finally got Noble to drag you through the Warlord's Ruin 
You you can get a vest and a pin. You can get a nice little vest, a nice little pin to go with it. Um, much more trouble. I need to run. And and you can wear that around proudly. Again, um, you, you need to complete the dungeon by 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 when June third of twenty twenty four. I won't even yeah. tell you the time because you have until June. So mark your calendar, June. If you've somehow not done it, take the first couple days of June, get it done. And then you can have your sleek Warlord Druin reversible vest and pin as part of the bungee rewards. But when you reverse the vest, maybe take the pin off and reverse that separately or you'll stab yourself. It it won't be good times. It looks like two different vests at the neck. See the neck shape? It looks like two different necks. It does say reversible vest. Okay. So I'm guessing that's it's showing the two different reverse sides of the vest. And you can also tight um, purchase the Wrathbearer title pin from the Bungie store between now and June. So nice. again, you got plenty of time. I do like that vest. I really do. And I like the, you see the, the skull on the zipper? That's also very nice. But the problem is, I would like to get the vest before the rapture happens, you know? And I just don't see that happening. I mean, you have until June to buy it. So they don't say when it'll show up. Maybe <laughs> maybe they'll have them by then. Maybe they're not. You know, it's it's hard to say. Do you remember the whole fiasco when it said your jacket has been shipped and I waited three months? Remember well, that? I sure it's do. Like, which is why you should buy <laughs> which is why you should buy your, your beanie now so you'll have it for next time it gets cold. <laughs> and see, that's why it's a vest. You can you can wear it in the cool weather, the warm weather. If you just need a little light jacket, a little vest to put on maybe with your pair with that beanie, you'll be all set. Doesn't matter what time what time of year it is. A life preserver. It's not. Don't use it as someone. I'm joking. This is not uh, your seat cushion is not a flotation device. This Norris's vest, it will not help you. Uh, Just as a callback to uh, remember uh, Back to the Future when he's wearing a vest when he jumps back in the past. So, like, are you a sailor? No, why are you wearing a life preserver? (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. anyway. Um, So, so so we have our our player support team who's who's giving us a report. Do you wish dragons get candles on their birthday cake? Yes. Or sorry, do wish dragons, not do you wish. Do wish dragons get candles on their birthday cake? Who gives a damn? Oh. Baseball. <laughs> Only likes actual dragons, not a fan of wish dragons. Well established. Yes. Accurate. <laughs> Only real dragons get birthday cake and candles. Right. Um, and, and everybody gets a vault from, from activity update. With the release of update 7301 on December 5th, they uh, deployed a fix for the bug, allowing players to vault from any activity without the proper UI or full fire team support. And they're going to write the same thing they wrote above about reverting it in January and then making it work all across things in Final Shape. Uh, yeah. So that's going to be a thing that they're going to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, our goal is, yeah, our goal is allow full fire teams to, quote, vault from anywhere and update after the Final Shape. So again, Bungie, a little clarity on what exactly that means. Um, they remind us again, the FAQ for the Final Shape delay if you have questions, um, they have answers there on that lovely page. So you should go read them. Uh, updated the text chat filtering. So, you know, part of their core beliefs, blah, 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 friendship, talking to people, not talking to people. Um, there's text chat filtering. You have different things you can set to for profanity and whatever else. Turn those on, turn those off. It's up to you. Uh, they, they also say that, hey, we have these, but it's still buggy and we know about it and we're working on it. So you can kind of text filter chat, but, eh, you know, your mileage may vary. So remember the conversation we had when we were playing PvP, how somebody said, if you put the CO's name in the chat, it filters it out. And it does. I don't know why, but if you put Bungie CO's name in the chat, 
it'll 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 filter it out. <laughs> the hell? Because <laughs> Pete doesn't like being talked about. I guess. <laughs> Little Petey doesn't doesn't appreciate you text chatting about him. Mm-mm. Or or just sends him DMs immediately if anybody uses his name, and that's why it just sends it right to him, so he can see all the people giving him all the good vibes. Them are good vibes. I was gonna say good vibes. No, just like known issues. We we have a couple of those. There, there's a champion present in in the Vanguard Ops version of the Psyops Battleground Cosmodrome. Okay. So so the activity where there should be no champions, there's a champion. But it's just the one. It's fine. I don't know what champion. I don't know which champion, but, but there's one. So if, if you're doing Vanguard Ops, just hanging out in the in the in the Cosmodrome battleground, there's a champion there, lurking there, waiting for you. Just hanging out. He, he decided it'd be funny. Um, Living his best life, leave him be. Yeah. If you're for some reason running around with the active uh, Nova Warp Super, you're unable to gain health from Devour. <laughs> so, so so you can devour, and it, it does you no good. So you're ah. devouring, not gaining any health. Isn't that like one of the best parts of that super? <laughs> like, who, who's to say? Uh, if, if you're trying to complete the the psyops battleground and the Vanguard Ops playlist, you know the one with the with the secret um champion. secret champion. Players are not receiving chest rewards when you complete the activity. Oh, you open you open the chest and, and nothing happens. Uh, players that are on the polysemi activity step of the seasonal quest cannot launch or join the activity with players that have already completed it. Yep, experience that so, one. Yeah, so apparently it's not meant to be a solo activity, but uh, it's a solo activity, so enjoy. Have yeah, that's, that's the first mission, isn't it, that you have to kind of do. After yep. you know, after doing the coil and everything, it goes, go and do this one, and if people have already done it, they can't come and join you. You have to wait outside patiently. Yep, you, you get to suffer while your friend goes and plays that, and then you go do the thing you're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, an update nobody will, will notice. The Gambit Legacy Armor chess piece costs legendary shards instead of glimmer. <laughs> no, no, one, no one is aware of this. Healing rifts can stop healing players after an overshield is applied. So, healing rifts not really living up to their name. Some some menu items in the Fireteam Finder can sometimes appear blank. Yes. Yes, it can. The exotic catalyst quest for Dragon's Breath is not progressing in seasonal activities, as expected. What? What do you mean? Mine's done. I have it on my Dragon's Breath. What do you mean? Well, well it, you're, it, you're not it, affected, it, then, are you, silly? Well, it's not progressing as expected in the seasonal activities. So maybe you could have done it, gotten it done quicker. Maybe you could have done it, gotten it done slower. But something is not not progressing it like it should if you're playing oh. seasonal activities. Right, so good job. The Scorching Wish perk uh, can cause players to deal continuous damage to themselves. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that Scorching Wish, you know, be careful what you wish for. Activity checkpoints uh, not always saved when returning to orbit in Fireteam Finder activities. So you may have found your fire team. you may have gotten part of the way th- through something, and now you have to start it all over again. Oh, They did say they're working on that one, though. They did. Certain triumphs and Warlord Druin are giving incorrect rewards. Players who have completed these triumphs will be granted the appropriate rewards in a future update. The Tier 4 of the Blind Well are granting less progress to the City of Wish built upon Seasonal Challenge than lower tiers. Explains why it took so long. Yeah, Some fire team finder text is not visible in languages other than English, and the gunsmith engrams are not displayed <laughs> in the engram tracker. You have some number of them. Visit the gunsmith to find out how many. 
Oh, Lord. So those are the things we'll tell you about. There's many other things that, you know, are out there in the game that they're not going to tell you about. Mm-hmm. And, and and they did fix a good number of things this week. We got two. Two separate updates. There you oh. go. So on Tuesday, we got update 7301, which gave us uh, delayed sound effects in Crucible uh, while depositing crests at high-value beacons. No longer an issue because um, that game mode no longer exists. Uh, fixed an issue where the score-to-win value was incorrect, and an issue where players were unable to revive themselves during revive-enabled modes. So if you're playing Crucible, and you should be able to revive yourself now when you can. Uh, if you went to the tower, uh, they fixed an issue causing players to spawn outside the playable areas in the tower hangar, preventing access to the rest of the tower. <laughs> and an issue where inspecting items in the Eververse store could cause the game to crash. Rota's end, they fixed an issue where players were unable to complete the all-for-one challenge. In Riven's Lair, there was an issue fixed where the first player to interact with the end chest reward was receiving loot, and nobody else was. Fixed an issue where the encounter would also not properly progress after dispatching the ward weavers. Uh, they fixed a rare issue when transferring between areas could cause your game to crash, just, just generally out in the world. Your game could just crash when you move between places. Um... They fixed an issue where player help messages were not properly displaying in the New Light introduction. So, welcome players, here's your New Light experience. Figure it out for yourself. Player Team Finder, uh, they fixed an issue where players, or sorry, where player details were not displaying while in the waiting room, where emojis were not working properly on consoles, where listing details and leader info just did not appear in search. And uh, the Fire Team Finder was active for players who did not show, sorry, active for players that did not have PlayStation Plus. So, you know, it's a beta thing. They're working on it. Yeah. Fix an issue where using arc, kinetic, and strand weapon surge mods would occasionally cause errors. Uh, fix an issue where the Monte Carlo was not granting your full melee charge on its Monte Carlo method activation when the player had certain melee mods equipped. Uh, the fix an issue where descriptions of deconstruct and enhanced deconstruct were missing information between the two. You don't say. I do say. I also say they fixed an issue where the fully charged Nova Warp uh, could stop moving objects. And, uh, you know, basically anything moving uh, stopped working, which I think Cheese Forever put videos out on. Or anything animated moving in the game, you could just stop by Nova Warping it. <laughs> uh, the points awarded for non-seasonal objectives and points shown in the progress bar were inconsistent for Guardian Rank 8. Now they are presumably consistent. And uh, fixed an issue where throwing strand tangles at specific oracles could cause the game to crash, and where viewing player details within valid characters could cause the game to crash. Mm. So those are all fixed. And then two days later, on the 7th, so Thursday, we got a smaller little baby update, 7302. Which upset Respawn because he wasn't sure why nobody had told him the game was going down. Oh, well. It was on Wednesday. It, why would it? Thursday. It was Thursday. Yeah. Well, well, I'll tell you why. Because they had to fix an issue where the Dragon's Bite artifact was unintentionally working in PvP. They I'm had to okay fix with an that. issue where loot was not dropping for all players at the end of Riven's Lair playlist activities. That's okay with that. And you needed to interact with the chest at the end to earn their rewards. Uh, they did fix that issue where uh, Destiny 2 would crash when returning to orbit from the Warlord's Ruin dungeon. Uh, the Blindwell rewards had a better chance at dropping Dreaming City weapons. The undercurrent legendary grenade launcher was showing incorrect perks in collections. Uh, Devour, you know, that thing about Devour not restoring <laughs> players' health in an active super? Yeah, fix that one too. And uh, some ghost mods were missing their icon. 
So th- this was primarily around fixing the game crashing when going to orbit from Warlord Ruin. So yeah, got that one this week and surprise respawn, which is why, you know, it's important to tell when your game is down. Only there was a way. Right. This is your weekly rundown of Season 23, Week 3, Season of the Wish. The Dreaming City this week is at a medium curse level, which means Petrovenge can be found in the Davillion Mist and has the Oracle Engine mission for the next week. The Blind World features Hive enemies and the Plague, Kregar. The Ascendant Challenge this week will be the Chimera Garrison, which can be located over in the Chamber of Starlight Lost Sector. On the moon, the weekly story mission is a mysterious disturbance. The Trove Guardian is located in the Anchor of Light, while the Wandering Nightmare is the Fallen Council in Archer's Line. Nightmare hunts Fogoth, Fear, Korota, Despair, and the Fanatic Insanity. On Europa this week, Phylax the Warrior will be the Empire Hunt, the Styrian's Abyss will be the Eclipse Zone, and the Exo Challenge will be Agility. Dares of Eternity Legendary Rounds are Taken, Kabul, and Zydron. The Scatterhorn Armor Set and the Perfectus Armor Set will be available in Dares of Eternity with Weapon Set 2. Scathelock, Extraordinary Rendition, Brass Attacks, Threaded Needle, Code Duello, Imperial Needle, Far Future, Honor's Edge, Distant Termulus, Interference 6, Shepherd's Watch, and Annual Skate. The Witch Queen Weekly Story Mission is The Last Chance, Altar of Reflection's Choice, and Altar of Reflection's Pact. The Lightfall Weekly Mission is Downfall, the Partition Mission will be Ordnance, and the Vex Incursion this week will be Umshire Park. The Crota's End Raid Challenge this week is the first encounter into the Abyss, called Conservation of Energy. The Root of Nightmares Raid Challenge this week is the second encounter, Scission, called Crossfire. The King's Fall Raid Challenge this week is the fifth encounter, Oryx, called Hands Off. The Vow the Disciple Challenge this week is the third encounter, the Upender, called Defenses Down. The Vault of Glass Challenge this week is the first encounter, Complexes, called Wait For It. The Garden of Salvation Challenge this week is the first encounter, Embrace, called To The Top. And the Last Wish Challenge this week is the fifth encounter, Riven, called Strength of Memory. The Pinnacle Raid will be the Deepstone Crypt over on Europa, which means all challenges will be available for each encounter, with the exotic rocket launcher Eyes of Tomorrow being farmable from the final boss. The Pinnacle Dungeon will be the Pit of Heresy over on the Moon, and the exotic mission rotator will be Vox Obscura, with the Dead Messenger exotic grenade launcher being the main reward. The Season of the Risen weapon set, plus the Tusk Allegiance armor set. This week's challenges are Wishseeker 3, Elemental Extremes, Foes of the Dragon Scorn, Dragon's Defender 3, Round and Round We Go, and Trial by Firing Squad. Lost Sectors, Tuesday Perdition on Europa for Exotic Boots, Wednesday Bunker E15 on Europa for Exotic Gauntlets, Thursday Concealed Void on Europa for Exotic Chess, Friday Thriller Drome on Neptune for Exotic Helmets, Saturday Gilded Preset on Neptune for Exotic Boots, Sunday Scavenger's Den on the EDZ for Exotic Gauntlets, and Monday Skydock 4 on the EDZ for Exotic Chess. Also, this week's weapon rotation will start on set 3 on Tuesday's reset. Our third feature, Nightfall, will see us face off against the Taken Hydra Parthenos in the Hypernet Current on Neptune. The 6v6 Control node will feature Checkmate Control, Zone Control in the Party Relentless playlist, Elimination in the 3v3 playlist, and Relic in Crucible Labs, with Trials of Osiris at the weekend. This week we'll see the return of Destiny's Christmas holiday event, The Dawning, running from December 12th to the 1st of January 2024. Additionally, there will be bonus Gambit ranks all week long. And that's it for the third week of Season of the Wish. Now, the other issue that, that people had seen this week in the community was Iron Banner. When Iron Banner came back, no. they made a big thing about getting year one and two ornaments for Iron Banner armors that you may have missed out on. Mm-hmm. And people were very, very upset that, yes, they could indeed go to Lord Saladin and get these armors and 
have to pay for X amount. Is it Glimmer that they have to pay for or just Engrams? I don't know. I haven't been there. Don't need to do it. Already was there. Got it. Been Done. There. Dusted. You know the, the year one and two armor? Yeah. So people were upset that once they kind of initially purchased them from Lord Saladin, yeah. that they then had to transmog them, use the transmog currency yeah. to get them on their armor. Yeah. I think that's a valid concern. I complained no. about that all week. No, I'll tell you why people who are moaning now, because people were here in year one and two had to do the same thing. We had to earn the armor. Then when transmog came along, guess but what we had to armor. do? It's not armor, though. It doesn't yes, it say, is. hey, no, it says it's an I ornament. Care. I don't care. If it said it was armor and you could purchase the armor and then you wanted to turn that Listen. into an ornament, that is different. Same thing. But it says it's an because ornament. Why Why should you be able to just turn it straight into an ornament when I've got it in my collection? Because that game have... evolved, you selfish summoner biscuit. Okay. Well, then, th then they unlock it for everybody because I mean, other people okay that, that were that there, <laughs> yeah, other people that were there would have had to have paid for Transmog to unlock it to then put it on their armor now or before, sure. before this kind of came along. So I see why they haven't done it and why they're kind of insisting that you do need to Transmog to, to do it. Plus, there's I, loads of ways no. to actually get the transmog stuff in game. You go and do the bounties, you get the stuff. Not anymore. Fish, 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 I have done. no way to do it. It says I'm done for the season. Well, you're fine. Wait till next season then. What? That's June. That's fine. It's not fine. <laughs> how many? How many of those bounties have you picked up this season? Ten. You've already done ten of those bounties from Shada. I did a lot of gambit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think it's been seasons since I've touched any of those bounties. <laughs> well, I've had them in my inventory for seasons. Fair enough. Well, I, I pick up, yeah, I pick up the main ones, and then as I'm playing through the main things, I will get them done. And then when I see that I've, I've done completed one, I'll go back and pick up another one. It's mainly Crucible because I normally get them done during Iron Banner. They're very quick. So yeah. I, I don't think I spent any of that. I think just this season, I finally spent some more of the currencies again at all. You know, I, I thought I was going, like going, I have what I need. I don't need that many. I thought I was done for like the week or whatever. Cause when me and, uh, Micah? I'm sorry, whoever plays with me guys, I'm so sorry. <laughs> all of you know that my there's, memory is okay. There's the I'm English so one, the German one, the German one we think but, is the English one, the other guy. <laughs> Tom over there in the corner. The point and, is, uh, we were PvP. playing together, and I ran out of Gambit. Uh, oh, I ran out of those bounties you could get the... I keep Shady wanting to say strand. It's not strand. It's made out of strings, but it's not strand. That crap, right? Um, and I synth was like, weave. oh, synth weed, thank you. And I was like, I, I'm out of synth weed bounties. Um, I, I guess I'll just wait till Tuesday reset, right? And Tuesday reset came and I'm like, um, I I can't get them. And then they have a little tooltip that says yeah, if you can read, it says you've exhausted all these bounties for the season. And then I read that and I cried internally for hours after. No, that. you didn't. Uh, you don't care about the synth weave stuff. And if you do, you'll wait. Till I next do. Season. Okay, so I got ten. I've already used six, okay? He does if because you, he was desperately trying to find an Iron Banner armor set to wear an Iron Banner because he couldn't quite sort out how to get five out of five. Uh, okay. Because because I used the I, weapons. I, I, I did. I used the weapons. I did. I did that, okay. and I was four out of five. 
And Despite I was like, someone I have. Telling him, Look for things that say iron in the name. <laughs> they don't. There's some Iron Banner stuff that doesn't say iron. No, there is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I but also the newer stuff, this mm-hmm. Iron Banner. Yeah. yeah. So I, I was decked out in Iron Banner gear, right? I'm like, WTF? And then somebody said, oh, you got the wrong ones. Those are too old. I'm like, what? You can't use like just any Iron Banner thing? Now, it could have been coincidence. He could have been gaslighting me. I don't know. But I went back in and I changed my Iron Banner setup. And sure enough, I had five of five. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. There's an age limit to the to you the. Be, you should be able to use all of them as long as they're yeah. Iron Banner, like like the Iron Truage stuff that's a billion years old. I put on almost every Iron Banner, and that's what it I works thought just too. Fine. Like, because I've used these in previous Iron Banners. Whenever I had to have five out of five, I've worn these before, and I had five out of five, and this time it was four out of five with a heavy weapon that was from Iron Banner. I'm like defa. So I swapped two of my iron banners for two other iron banners, the ones that had like the flames on them. And then I had five out of five. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So maybe those particular ones I had were bugged. I don't know. I don't, maybe my game was bugged. I don't know. Maybe I was being gaslit. But what I do know is I had to spend synth weave to get two more iron banner stuff before I was five out of five. Oh, shut up. But anyway, yeah. So- I can't get any more for the season. Don't you on me? I have four left until June. Okay. People, including Respawn, have been moaning about it. But unless they unlock it for everybody, it's not really fair. So deal with it. That's what I say. If you spend the engrams to unlock it, you've unlocked it. Nope. That's what's fair. No, because if I played the game when it first came out and I got the armor pieces and they're not unlocked to be used as ornaments, then why should yours ones be? You just unlock the ability now to turn them into ornaments or put them on your, your stuff because it was how they were labeled if they okay. would if they would have been labeled as armor i wouldn't be complaining no they right told you with- no they they told you the correct thing they told you there'd be a chance for you to go and collect old iron banner armor they didn't say you'll, you'll automatically be able to place it straight on your armor now it, but in the in the thing no buts. it no buts. calls it ornaments and an ornament is different from armor don't care you still have to purchase a synth weave on most of the armor now so there you go Bish, bash, bosh. Bish, bash, bosh. And uh, I'm just going to throw a couple of things out there. For next week, the 19th of December, we've got two big things coming. So number one, we have the GMs arriving just before Christmas. Nice. So exciting stuff for GMs. So normally when they have the GMs first appear, it's normally double XP in the Vanguard playlist and double loot drops. So just be on the lookout for that. But the other thing that's going to be rearing its head is we've got an exotic mission. Ooh. Mm. It's called Starcrossed. So if you don't want to hear any more from that, turn off now. Because all it's going to be is me telling you some videos and parody saying thank you and goodbye. You ready? Thank you. Bye. Bye. Four, three, two. So we are getting starcrossed now this is a mission to get an exotic bow there's another bow it's called Wishkeeper. it's a combat bow it has it's a strand one it's primary and it's craftable is this our first strand bow that's and it's craftable words, that's a lot of words you said to me none of which are exciting yeah no craftable. i just got i get that shut up is this yeah, the no, first strand you, you bow use that word too i think so I think it's the first exotic strand bow. No, I think it's straight up the first strand bow. I'm pretty sure that's what I'm asking. Is this the fancy strand bow they showed us in the trailer? 
I think yeah. it is with all the strings on it. Yes. I'm just having because I'm, I'm. I know. I'm sure I've got another bow that has got. No, there you go. Vengeful Whisper. It's a strand precision bow. I sit corrected. There you go. I knew I'd seen one. So the Wishkeeper has a base impact of 76, accuracy of 67, stability of 47, handling of 54, reload speed of 40, aim assist of 70, zoom of 18, and airborne effectiveness of 14. The recoil direction of 80, draw time at 684. Okay. It can roll with enduring snare refit. So snare weave traps longer. We have multi-thread snare refit. Snare weave traps that can support more targets. Vorpal weapon and hatchling. So, ooh, they, they all can be crafted. And it has Silkbound Slayer. This weapon deals bonus damage to suspended targets, gain faster ah, yes. draw time for a short duration when you suspend a target from any source or damage a suspended target with this weapon. And the Snare Weave, its precision hits and final blows build energy towards the Snare Weave arrows that can be fired from the hip. On impact, Snare Weave arrows can create patterns of traps that suspend nearby targets. I think that's going to replace the Wish Ender, because right now... One of the best no. strand builds, at least on a hunter. No. And no, listen, hear me no. out. <laughs> yeah. It involves you suspending an enemy, and then the damage from the wish ender helps you get that grenade back faster to suspend them again. But if this bow is just going to give you the ability to trap targets, then you don't need the wish ender because this bow is going to let you suspend a lot of things without having to worry about the extra damage that the wish ender is going to give you. So, so oh, kill anti-champion, anti-barrier champions. Uh, we have other anti-barrier stuff in the game. But why and as long, and you know, actually, and as long as the anti-barrier champion is suspended, they don't put up the barrier. So you don't need it to kill anti-barrier champions. You just suspend them. So there's that argument out the window. Mm -hmm. The only champions mm -hmm. that can mm -hmm. do something while they're suspended are the overload, the ones that heal. Those guys will heal um, while suspended if you don't tag them with an overload weapon again, sure enough. But anti-barrier and unstoppable, if you suspend them, they're done. You're spoiling the fact that we're getting another exotic mission and it's going to give us a bow. I'm not spoiling profitable. it. I'm, I'm saying that the bow is going to be very useful, I think, in, at the very least, Hunter Strand builds. I don't know about your classes, but for a Hunter Strand build, yeah, no, that's going to be a great, great update. I'm I'm not discouraging. I'm not taking away okay. from it. I'm don't you discourage it. To it. Okay. I don't know how we're going to do it. I don't know how we're going to get into it, but it's going to be that week just before Christmas, the 19th. So have a look out for that because, uh, yeah. So I think it's going to be along the same lines as uh, what we've had with other exotic missions that once they're kind of in the game, they'll be put into that rotation of like Vox Obscura, Presage. At the moment, we have the Node Override Avalon exotic mission, which is on the EDZ which will, once we kind of go into the final shape, will probably be put into the rotation as well to kind of go and get exotics from there. So, yeah. So this is a nice new thing for, for Christmas, a nice little present. So, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Did you know that in the Presage mission? Presa pres no, I didn't. Presage. Thank you. That mission, you can go in there and you can repeatedly farm it for red borders from there. It's not weekly anymore. You can go in there and just keep getting yeah. red bars. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I didn't know that until I was dragged through it this week, and we maxed out my dead man's sale. I was like, "That's pretty cool." That is cool. Yeah, just so you know. So I've Not got some videos know. for you to check out this week before we before we go before we say hey, adieu. So do I. Do you? Good. I do. I posted them in the show notes. Okay. Well, you can talk about them 
Do you want to go first? Sure, I've only got two. Go on. Um, so one of them is uh, from Cool Guy, right? It's from Cool Guy, and it's about a bow, right? Oh. I know it, it's it's it's. Oh no, it's a bow. What are we gonna do? Oh, that's playing in my ear. I don't want. To, I don't want that in my Stop ear. Stop paying attention. That's what we're gonna do. <laughs> but no, it's good because this bow is the only bow in the game to roll with disruption break, right? So for you PvP players out there, with this bow, you one-shot somebody, it pops their shield, and you can clean up with... I mean, he showed so many guns just cleaning it up with like one or two shots after the bow strike, you know? And bow swapping has always been a thing, yes. But this thing can even help with supers, because when you pop the when when you pop the shield of a guardian and PvP, disruption break activates, and you do like a hundred and... 44% extra kinetic damage? Or no, 50% extra kinetic damage. Sorry, that was way off. 50% extra kinetic damage, which for hand cannons, shotguns, all kinds of stuff, is going to do big damage, you know? So Cool Guy shows how this is very, very, very good in PvP. It's the only bow that rocks disruption break, so take a look at it. And the other one, which I thought was insane, is the fusion rifle from this season from the Dreaming City called the scatter signal i believe it's called yeah um he's shown and this is this is a rapid fire fusion this is not a high impact uh sorry lego lego lay flash yeah okay yeah yeah so he is shooting people from ranges that i would be surprised if a high impact could kill you at right did he like, show you what he can do to the dungeon boss yeah but i'm not there Good. yet okay. so um not only can it just it has incredible range, right? But for those aggravating warlocks and titans that are always in a rift or always have some kind of an overshield, this one-shots them because the perk that's on there, and if I was smart enough, I would have opened this to tell you said perk is called... Um, Dagon. Uh, I don't know that perk. I know. I, know, I, I, I gotta pull it up. I gotta pull it up. Uh, oh, over under, over under. Um, because of how it works, whenever they have an overshield or they have strand armor or anything on top of their health bar, this fusion rifle does extra damage, and you could potentially kill them with six bolts. Potentially, you got to build into it. Otherwise, it's a seven or eight bolt kill out of nine, which is ridiculous for a rapid-fire fusion rifle. And basically, it, it, it makes it so that all these guys that are running around with shields and overshields and strand armor, it, it, it works against them, you know? Because you're more likely to kill them with this fusion rifle if they have the armor or the overshield than if not. So it, it, it is niche in that matter, Right. But when you got a team full of a bunch of warlocks that keep dropping rifts, which is very aggravating, by the way, um, this will one-shot them in the rift. So, huzzah! Um, so I dropped that, and like I said, it's Lego Le Flash, and it's the scatter, scatter signal fusion rifle. He shows you all the builds he went through to get this perfect build, and he even shows you the god roll. That, that not just the perk, but the god roll that goes with it to make this thing just like map people and one burst kill them with any resilience and it's crazy and that are the only two videos that i have put in there because i just thought that they were really cool there you go 
Okay. So this week, I've picked a couple of videos for you to check out. We have 10 must-have exotic catalysts in Destiny 2 going into 2024 from Fallout Plays. So if you've already got them, good. Fallout says you've done, you're done well. Ibontis this week has the Destiny 2 Starcat locations for week two. I don't know if the week one's locations are still where they are in week one, if you haven't got them, if they kind of rotate because I already collected them. But I'm guessing the, the cats will still be there. But week two's is already out, so there's two locations this week for you to kind of go and collect those. The scout rifle you're all sleeping on, according to True Vanguard, for PvP. Um, I'm not going to tell you which one it is. You can guess if, if you've been around by the kind of image on his um, thumbnail. So go and check that one out. And then we have the new Warlock Meta Season 23 Exotic Armor Changes from Astacross. Uh, because last week we went over the Hunter ones. This week he has got the Warlock ones. And then finally, the Solo Flawless Made Easy by Sneaky Beaver. Oh, I was muted. Damn it. <laughs> so this is for the Warlord's Ruin Dungeon Guide from Sneaky Beaver. I, I paused because I thought as soon as they say Sneaky Beaver, you always have to say something or giggle I like did. a small girl. I did, but I was muted. Oh, bless you. <laughs> Missed it out this week. It's a did. great name. I love that guy. Can we be friends? Come on the show. Let's talk. You can be friends with him. I'll let you. Yay. So yeah, that, that, that's all the videos that us two have got. Parody, have you got any videos? Or have you just played Destiny this week and enjoyed yourself? No, I've, I've just played Destiny and enjoyed myself. And I put together a Respawn Report Roundup, which oh. Bungie, Bungie has Sherlocked me and put all of it into the TWAP, which, I mean, I mean, a number of people have said it, but I'm going to echo the sentiment. I don't know what happened to get us the good communication happening now, but the communication has been really good between... You know, what they're putting out on Reddit, you know, what they're putting out on Twitter and actually including that stuff in the TWAB <gasps> is a massive win. Like not having like it's good that you have an account that we can follow to say, here's the information. It's even better to say, like they did this week, let's put those things in the TWAB. You know, we can link back to where we originally told you. So if there's, you know, conversation, contact, whatever. But let's also put the information in the one place where our sort of weekly wrap up goes every Thursday where we tell you about the game from De from Bungie. So I, I don't know what's happening, but I'm I'm enjoying the communication output. Hopefully the rest of the game is going to catch up to where the communication's been these last couple of weeks. But I just want to say whatever they're doing is working, and I hope it keeps up. Exactly. What I'm also going to say is I love I love all of our patrons. I love I each do. and every one of them. They're I love all, them more than Respawn. They're all, oh, well, I mean, that's... Mm. No, I don't. I, I don't mean that like I love respawn. I just meant like I love them more than respawn loves them. That's what I was saying. No matter how it comes out, that's hurtful. Mm. I'm not. Exactly. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not trying to leave you entirely. <laughs> well, if you would also like to be loved more by Night Demon than he loves respawn, you can go to Patreon.com/ttah and you can threaten people with a good time, like Zep Orbit and K4 already have. You can join the Otter Dance Troop of the T Rex King, Scarlet Cam, BHS Nightcrawler, Mellow Mally, and Dedicated Wham 64. You can throw all the grenades, which really respawn. You should be throwing more grenades. I worry that you're not throwing enough grenades. Maybe you should talk to Carter, 2782, <laughs> Golden God, 1562, Noble, basically Salt, Zombie Pops, Renard, Kalantan, Fire Squad, 1688. They know all about throwing grenades. And Deacon, we wish our best to and hope that she recovers quickly so she can back to honing 
the greatest German Brit you've ever met in your life, Dimly, <laughs> Gravy Jeff, and PP Pipe, to be the pinnacle raid team they can be. And I until next week, notice, you didn't say Noble. Did Noble unsubscribe again? No, I said Noble. Did you? I sure yeah, did. Right between Golden and basically Salt. Uh, Win Noble. Yeah. Sorry, I go I between Win Noble and Noble because I know him as Noble. Patreon knows him as Win Noble. Either way, he's winning because he's a patron and we love him and he drags us through dungeons and doesn't even say go open this chest and get secured because he's nice to you. He tried to me. He, he likes you more than me. Hey, he, he likes me more. What can I say? I thought when we were building the Patreon and you set up the tiers, there was a tier that you could make somebody delete something from the vault. No, there definitely wasn't. I'm no, no. I'm talking to 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 no. uh, to Perry. No, no because what because we're doing, we're, we're saying goodbye. We've already got people in the chat that are saying that they would be Patreons if that was a thing, and I thought it was honestly. I'm like, I'm not even playing a bit. I actually thought that was one of the options. Um, so is that not a thing? Well, if you go to Patreon.com/slash/tth. You can find out. Well, if it's not, I think it should be. And they did say randomly delete. They didn't say pick your favorite thing and delete it. They did so, say so, randomly so, delete. So what, what I'm hearing is the community is asking for Respawn to delete things out of his vault. That, that's what I'm hearing you say. Uh, it was. Silly. I would, no, no, no. no. We, we they're could, they're we picking could. on me. This is them sneakily trying to pick on me. Don't I let mean, them do it. My vault's at max, too. It's not just you, homeboy, right? No, yeah, but they so know I've got the way we can do it. There. The way we could do it is once a however long, right? That's what I'm hearing is, is Respawn needs to delete things out of his vault. That, that's what I'm, that's no, what I'm hearing that, you tell that's, me. That's, that's true. I get that. But what I'm saying is like, like let's say I have 599 slots taken, right? Then we mm-hmm. could roll a, a random number generator from 1 to 599 or whatever it hits. Boom. I delete that for that week or month or whatever, you know? And mm. if we're feeling really froggy, Maybe the number of Patreons is how many rolls we have to do in that me, tier. Stop me, giving me. ideas about deleting stuff. No, no, I like this. I I, even though I would also suffer from it, I get that. But Maybe I like we what should, going. You wouldn't suffer as bad as me. Now stop it. I have, no, almost everything in my vault is a one-off. I would absolutely be losing something I can't get back. Maybe so we should be talking to, uh, to Sweaty Spooks and, and tie it into the, into the game that they play of... Randomly no. delete something every episode. No, we don't. We do that every episode? Yeah. Every episode. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> um, uh, you know, you know, they, they don't they don't require you to delete. Yeah, but they they use the they use the uh the dim random random loadout generator, throw a loadout on and then basically pick a random number one through three to say is it you know, which slot is it you're deleting. You know, they don't require you to delete it, but you know. Good times. Something to think about for the future. Maybe maybe we'll have to do some special some special episodes of of the show for our lovely patrons where they we can have the enjoy, coming up. enjoy enjoy our our terror and pain. Mm-hmm. But until then, I think I'm going to say thank you for joining us because your your titans are parody a night demon. Your hunter is no one response in real life. You should email the show at two titans and a hunter at hotmail and we're on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everywhere you want to be. Type two titans and a hunter into a search bar, you'll find us. You can find this show wherever you find your podcasts. Go to YouTube. You will get all of the updates. TwoTitansAndHunter.com. You will get all of the show notes. All those things we mentioned, those videos that 19 and Respawn have put together for you lovingly, hand-picked out of the trough, the fire hose of YouTube content, the creme de la creme, available for you every week in our show notes. And if you'd like to be a lovely patron who we can profusely love and, and join you to do things, Patreon.com slash TTH. 
If you want to buy us a coffee, coffee.com slash two times a hundred. That's ko-fi.com because spelling is hard and the internet has many domains which are purchased. And if you'd like to see this show live and listen to us desperately try to read words very poorly, twitch.tv slash no one responds in real life. He also does other things like goes through Iron Banner and, and suffers there too. Or if you'd like to keep it family friendly, like proper British gentlemen, twitch.tv slash two times and a hunter. Go there, hit subscribe, hit the bell, because what you know when they go live? Whenever they want to. And if you want to know when, you should be subscribed and you find out. And until next week, next year, next who knows when, we'll speak next to you later. Next week. Yeah, definitely next week. Yeah. Bye. Kisses. Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast.